What's going on, everybody? It is time for Best in the Business. We are talking who is the best heel in the business. So I'm Jake, a.k.a. Bomber, and we're going to go through everybody real quick. Lee, Lee, how are you doing? Are you ready to talk some heels? Yeah, I got a feeling this is going to be one of our most controversial ones as far as yeah. like our listeners go. I think they're going to hate us by the end of this. <laughs> what, what about this guy? What about that guy? Believe me, guys, we have, I think, literally the biggest list of uh, honorable mentions that yeah. we could ever come up with. Like we, we were considering, should we do like a 32-man bracket? No, we don't want to make this a four-hour episode. So we, the, we had There are more people. There are more people in the honorable mentions than there are in the actual <laughs> that is true. That is true. That I think is that's the true. first time it's happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was very tough. So, yes, you're going to hear names and that you probably think should be up there. And, hey, we talked about it. We tried our best. So these are the 16 we're going with. Uh, but, yeah, you just heard him there. Rab. Rab is here. And we also have Scott. Scott, are you ready to talk about some heels here? 16 I that am. we have. And, yeah, that is. Yeah, and 16 wrestlers. These are not managers or Ooh, good point. outside commentary type peoples. This is just the wrestlers, too. Very so. important to point that out. Still thinking up names as we go. So I always like to mention the honorable mentions. I yeah. think we probably should, but... <laughs> Yeah, you're it's not gonna. Crazy. Yeah, you're not gonna see uh, like Vince McMahon. You're not gonna see like uh, Paul Heyman. Those kind of names. Those we are talking mm-hmm. specifically wrestlers for this episode. We might come back and we'll touch on the you know non wrestler because there's several of those as well. So we are talking yeah. wrestlers here on this episode. Um, so yeah, guys, I think we should get right into it. Round number one, match number one, <laughs> heavy hitter right off the bat. The Undertaker versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, how about how about Lee? How about you get us started here? Who are you All going right. with? Um, so you're basically taking the one of, if not the best, monster that uh, the WWE ever created, uh, and putting it against the biggest jerk, fu- uh, biggest jerk fucking heel that uh, <laughs> WWE probably had, arguably. At the very least, the prototypical ones that for every other one that you see nowadays in WWE. Um, Man, it's kind of hard, actually, because... And we were talking a little bit about this in the background, how a lot of these heels, like, got so popular that people would cheer them as well, even though they were still trying to be bad guys. Um, Man, for me, it, it, it feels like Roddy Piper just owned being a heel a lot more than the undertaker did like the undertaker did the the sort of zombie monster gimmick or whatever um a lot of his you know undead wizard shit is just <laughs> stuff i don't i don't really like um it, it, but roddy piper he's a real guy he's he, he's a real asshole uh you know he, he's a, he's a guy who will take a coconut and smash it over jimmy snook's head and you know he's a guy who will have this incredibly homophobic fight with uh, gold dust in a parking lot although he wasn't a heel at that point. but you know um he, he's just he's more true to life i think as a heel like he, he was just a natural uh just okay. riffing you know and, and and coming up with lines and just being an asshole and a jerk and uh and behind the scenes kind of a heel too he used to you know clean job to hogan <laughs> during his uh, tenure in the wwe he was like fuck that i'm not letting that guy fucking beat me um yeah, I gotta go with Roddy Piper on this one. I think. Okay, Roddy Piper. That is uh, one for Roddy. Okay, uh, I'll I'll jump in here. Um, 
Undertaker. Uh, to me, my big, the biggest time where I was, I was into the Undertaker was during the, you know, the dark side, the attitude era, uh, where he had, you know, the brood, he had Midian, uh, fucking Midian. I can't believe that was the thing. But, uh, uh, to me, that was the, you know, kidnapping Stephanie McMahon. And that was like, it bred this whole like genre of bad guys in wrestling. I feel is like, you know, the dark side, I feel like every company had a dark side type you know, faction or group or team or at least a wrestler in there. Um, and that was huge. That was, what, to me, one of the biggest things. I Even in my backyard fed, we had a dark side or s- somewhere, something along those lines and stuff. And they were always the, the main heel-like faction. They were always the main bad guys in the company and stuff. And at that time, they ruled WWF uh, as the main bad guys. Um, and then... You got Roddy Piper, who, of course, I wasn't around during all of Roddy Piper's stuff, but I've seen the mass majority of what he has done, and he is the best, like, prick, heel, like, just asshole. Like, even when he was a face, like in WCW, when even when he was a face, you fucking hated him. Like, just the way he talked, the way he just came off like a, just a cocky prick the whole time. So, to me, these are two really tough uh, heels going against each other in the first round. But I think I'm going with Undertaker based off of it. That that being almost kind of was more of a, a large, larger scale uh, uh, than just himself. He kind of caused a whole genre. The Undertaker did. He like he was the face of that whole genre of heels that uh, kind of made way through a lot of the wrestling world at that time. So I'm going to go with The Undertaker over Roddy. But uh, super, super close one for this first round here. Um, let's go with Scott. What are you thinking? I laugh because you didn't even include Undertaker when he first came in as part of the million dollar stuff against Hogan. Like you're just talking about his dark. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, stuff. that was when There's like when I said I was. Too, oh, of yeah. course. That's just when I was yeah. the biggest into it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to judge it based on only the stuff, you know, OK. Um, but like he, he these guys, both Piper and Undertaker at their heyday of being a heel were literally opponents for Hogan. And like you said, one's the undead wizard monster. The other one's a loudmouth prick. And they were both credible <laughs> in their own ways Very. against Hulk Hogan. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't, I, I'm just going to deviate a side bit here and I don't know what you're talking about, how he was a face in WCW and you hated him anyway. He was a face. He was popular. He was a prick, but he was popular. He, nobody hated him. I don't know what you're talking about. They hated his matches, but that's different. I'm not cutting that toward his heel stuff at all. Um, he, I mean, he was a heel back in what NWA days before that with like yeah Valentine, I think the dog collar. I, I don't even remember who was the heel of face in that. He also had a big feud with uh, with uh, actually I think he was the the face in that, but he he had, had a big feud with the Guerreros back in I think Portland, yeah, which is where and, he really got his start. Yeah, but like the the stuff that we all know and love, yeah, it's the stuff with like the coconut and with Hogan and stuff like that. And that is definitely key. That's kind of what defined the modern era with rock and wrestling for a good guy, bad guy with Hogan and Piper as that dynamic. Cause you look at Hogan's opponents around then it was guys like Orndorff and uh, Volkov. Just bad guys before it became the monsters like earthquake and shit. Um, Kamala and that, but with undertaker. Yeah. When he first came in, he was literally the last of that kind of character. We talked about that during our character best in the business. Go, go watch that one. Um, but he was able to actually dethrone some of these people and was credible. And I remember him in the rumble 
early on, like 92, I think it was, when Flair won it. And even bad guys were staying away from him. That's how his character worked, and that's how his, his heel persona worked. And then, yeah, when he was in the 90s as the corporate ministry, dark, mystery darkness stuff, it was good, too. And I don't remember it really defining stuff. And I'm thinking back on it. Yeah, it obviously did. Everybody was copying number one, and that was WWF. WCW kind of did their own dark carnival crap. But um, Taker, I think during that era, definitely worked as a heel because he had like 30 guys, it felt like. It was more like 10, but kidnapping Stephanie and, and this stuff. And it, it really, really worked. It was early, kind of early cinematic stuff, really, when you look at it. Um, he hanged the guy. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> he literally yeah. killed someone. Well, no, it was Bossman. He didn't kill him at all. Well, and it, kind of, it kind of worked because Stephanie was actually likable back then because no one knew yeah. that she was a bitch. They just thought she was hot, and that was it. Yeah. Well, she was. Um, the key to this, though, is the the heels are only as good as the good guys they're working against. And how do you go against loudmouths like Stone Cold and The Rock? You go fucking dark like Taker did. And that worked for that time. And when you have a likable babyface Hogan, you have a loudmouth prick with Piper, and it just works. And the funny thing is, Piper was really never a heel after that, I feel. like Because he was his beloved ever since with his feuds with Brett and stuff. So it's like, okay, I don't really know Piper as a heel much or as much. But I'm going to give Piper my vote because I think he was a stronger heel overall when he was than Taker was. Even though he was influential, I think Piper just did a lot more overall. Not just for one era, but for the entire everything. So There you go. Okay. Um, so that's two to one. Piper overtake right now. Rab, who are you going with here? So in talking about Taker as a heel... Yeah. We've completely gone over... The, we've completely forgotten about the 2000s when he came back as Big Evil... You know, he had a big heel turn. He was he was beating up, you know, Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, <laughs> you know. And he did taker. great heel work then. Yeah, Taker. Yeah. Uh, that was more great heel work. So he's really done a lot of heel work through his career. Uh, I guess we just love him at this point because he's the Undertaker and, you know, mm-hmm. he comes back once or whatever and he's a face now. <laughs> but for the majority of his career, just he was healing it up uh, to all the all the baby faces they had. Uh, but at the same time, you know, Piper, you guys all said, you guys said it. Piper was just a prick. He was a fantastic prick. He was incredible at being a prick. And he was a prick on the other side of Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was Superman. Uh, you know, he was the, the flip side. He was the, he was the Batman really, you know, kind of more grounded, uh, except he's a jerk. Uh, he was clearly the top heel, even though he was you know, he was uh, main event at WrestleMania 1. Uh, they put it on him to, to do WrestleMania 2 with Mr. T. Uh, and, and, you know, he was just healing all the way through. Probably, on t- I still remember him being a heel when I was, like, a real little kid. When it was, uh, like, in the early 90s before he went to WCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think his heel work was stronger than Undertaker's. Just barely, just because he's one of the greatest heels of all time. Uh, so I'm going to give my vote to Piper. All right. That is three, one rowdy, Roddy Piper advances going on to match. Number two, we got Rick rude versus the iron Sheik. Uh, Scott, you want to start us out on this one? Uh, sure. Yeah. Iron Sheik. Um, he was again, one of the prototypical guys. Yeah. If you want to look at what he accomplished, he was transitional champion from Backlund to Hogan. Sure. But, it was like the Iran Contra stuff. Like for those too young to know what that was, it's kind of happening again. Imagine a heel dedicated to that. So there, there's definite insanity with 
uh, a character that's strong, that hated. And he... I, I don't know his stuff from before that, but I definitely know that era. And that was kind of like his, the, again, the heyday. That was the last time he was the top. He was tag champ a little bit afterwards with Volkov. And he was one of those guys. And as far as for the foreign gimmick heels, it's one of the strongest ones. Um, yes, he was also one of Slaughter's entourage during that whole stuff. So you can kind of include him there. He wasn't called the Iron Cheek, but it was like, it was a, a poorly kept secret that that was him. As uh, I think it was... Oh, was it General Adnan or was it Colonel Mustafa? I forget which one it was suddenly. Pretty sure it was Mustafa. <clears throat> I think I'll I look thought it was it Adnan. I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, but it was one of the two. Yeah, Iron but he was shit. part of that. And but again, we're not talking managers here, so uh, just count that, even though he did wrestle here and there. Um, But as far as for Rick Rude, I mean, this was one of the ones we were debating, should he be there? And I'm like, yeah, he's a career heel. I still literally remember him getting entire crowds to want to riot against him when he says simple lines about Indiana sweat hogs or Florida fat asses. Like he, he wouldn't even say, sorry, he wouldn't say like fat asses. He wouldn't say that kind of stuff. Not Scott Steiner. Because, exactly. He, he, he was a little more like, I don't want to say right about it, but he was never crass in that sense. He was just, he just put you down. And it's Colonel and, Mustafa, by the way. There we go. Colonel Mustafa. Um, but again, Rude definitely definitely made it work. Like he, he worked against again, again the the, the biggest uh, stars of WWE. He was big in WCW, which he didn't see as much, but he did make it work. But he was always a bad guy against everybody because he just made it be that unlikable. And people think back on like the Hall of Fame thing and his son saying it. And people love it now. You look back and like oh, I remember loving to hate him. Exactly. All you ever did was not like him, and you look back fondly on that. So. I'm going with Rick Rude. Clear, clear as a day on that one. Okay, uh, Lee. Uh, Rick Rude's the consummate bad guy. Uh, he not only was he just a fucking prick who would steal your woman away from you, who would like airbrush her face on her on his tights and shit like that <laughs> on the camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was just the ultimate arrogant prick, like just a, from a long line of ultimate pricks, you know, like sort of the prototypical one, you know, one of the epitomes of that sort of character. Um, Iron Sheik, Iron Sheik, by the time he got to the WWF and became the transitional champion, his career was already kind of winding down, really. Um, his body broke down real quick. Like, he, he was kind of the Kurt Angle of his era for a little bit when he first came in, because he did have the legit... Uh, wrestling credibility, like he was a legit guy who could like shoot on you and shit. But um, he, he he just went downhill like right after, basically right after the title loss, his career kind of spiraled down. And he he is he is kind of one note in the sense that he is you know just the foreign heel, and he was never a great talker. Um, he's much more of a great talker now as just like <laughs> you know old man Iron Sheik who says you know fuck you and uh, fuck Brian Blair in the ass and shit like that, you know? Um, but yeah, no, the Iron Sheik kind of diminished real quickly. I got to give him props, though. He got a big paying job at WCW, and this was during the time when WCW was really badly managed in the early 90s, and they just forgot about him, and they sent him home, and they paid him for like a year and just totally forgot that he was on the roster. And he was just what? getting paid like a That's big awesome. contract of money. Of course, yeah, I think he blew it all on drugs. So. Oh, probably. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Rick Rude, I think, is just the better working heel. He put on better matches. He was a better talker. He was an all-around better performer. 
I like the Shiki, but uh, he doesn't stand up to Rick Rude at all. All right, that's Rick. Two for Rick Rude, none for Shiki, baby, as they as they call him. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I am I am admittedly a sucker for a foreign heel. It's a such a simple yet super effective way. At least it used to be a super effective way to get people. Nowadays, if you come in with that kind of gimmick, you know. There's a little, a little too political to actually kind of pull it off nowadays. But back then it was so simple, so effective. That's how you got that real. I'm talking people wanted to fucking stab people, shoot them. They wanted to fight them out in the parking lot. To me, that's the I that's the heel stuff I love. I love when people get so mad that they actually want to jump the guardrail and come at you. And that and a, a good foreign heel is the easiest way I think to do that. Sure, that could be conceived as maybe you know cheap heel heat. But uh, I still, I just, I like those gimmicks. Uh, Rick Rude, he's he's more of a, you know, all the women love him, so yet all their boyfriends hate him, like hate, all the women's boyfriends hate him type deal. Uh, very, very good bad guy. All the guys hated him. He was he was more of a, a Roddy Piper type uh, character for me as far as like being a prick, just being, there was nothing really, really, really bad about him besides just being a prick, just being a cocky. I look better than everybody. I'm going to pose. Look at my muscles. Your women want me. All that kind of stuff, which also is effective. So again, a very tough uh, first round matchup here, but I'm going with, this is my personal taste. I love the foreign heel. I'm going with the chic. I, I, I'm a sucker for it. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Both these guys are good though. Both these guys are good. Um, let's go with Rab. Rab. I'm not surprised that this southern fucking racist is very happy to be <laughs> okay. guy. Hey, hey. I was going to say, mean, if Nikolai Volkov was on here, he'd be your number one, right? Nikolai so. Volkov? My dad wrestled Nikolai Volkov a couple times, by the way. But, uh, yes, so what, no, he was... the original Sheik? You know, if, if, you're, if you're talking about a, a foreign heel who was, yes. like, legit attacked by I people, love you and much more. I love Fort Hill. I, I I really I really do. It's it's one of my like uh, go to. I, I, I love booing them brown people. No, I. <laughs> you're ter- you're fucking terrible. No, I'm not racist for the record. I, I, why am Jesus. I terrible? What? Because I don't belong in this country. How get, dare get, you? <laughs> who's your pick? Who is your pick? You bastard. And that has uh, nothing to do. For all the reasons yeah. that uh, everyone but you explained, I'm gonna go with rude. I really don't have much more to add. Uh, but for the same reason, though. Let's get this straight. Rick Rude, not actually that good looking. Well, Muscles the, and body, that's yes. part of why it worked. That's but part no, of why it worked. Not, not actually very good looking. I don't know, man. Uh, my... that's, that's 100%. That, that, that's, all, uh, that's all suspense of, uh, of disbelief. I don't it's, know. It, he he was good looking compared to a lot of the wrestlers. So Plus, this, this is another thing. Those wrestlers were terrible it, looking. It, it's a proxy there. Plus the 80s, like, though, dude. It was a whole different... Like, my aunt was... She loved two wrestlers she absolutely loved. Lex Luger and Rick Rude. She fucking... Yeah, the body. Yeah, Those all she wanted was... Yeah, she, okay, she, yeah, she just into... into that doesn't mean he's good looking. There were good looking people in the 80s. She liked abs. There, there were good people. I yeah. think the mustache no, was liked, a pretty yeah, big... She liked abs, clearly. No, they're, they're, I think he's saying the face is not attractive. But the uh, body maybe, is. Maybe. That is, what Rab, yeah, that, that is what Rab's saying. Yeah, they were... That's 100% people. what I'm saying. I yeah, thought, their faces were not attractive. Their I thought the mustache were, was that's why a, they worked as a hail. I thought no. the mustache was a go-to, though. At, no, Magnum P.I. was a good-looking no. dude, mustache or not mustache. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But no, Magnum he's P. right, though. That's part of why it works as a heel, because he's like, I'm better looking than you, and you're like, oh, fuck, he's kind of ugly, but he is. And that's why it worked for And some all the women crowds, still so. loved him, so I guess maybe, exactly. yeah, that well, yeah. is. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
when you when you take a woman to a wrestling show and that's the best looking guy, he can say that. <laughs> that's just true. That's true. That's the, true. Other, the other guys there are like Andre the Giant and shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, so you're going with Rude as well, then. I'm going with Rude. All right, three to one. Rick Rude will advance to round number two. All right, moving on to match number three. We have JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield versus CM Punk. Now, going into this, when we were playing on this bracket out, Rab said some interesting things about CM Punk that the rest of us didn't necessarily agree with. So I want to hear Rab go first here. Rab, who are you going with here in this uh, this match? What, what do you mean the rest of us didn't well, necessarily well, agree I, with? Well, it was me. I don't know if you yeah, I don't, I don't recall disagreeing with anything here. No, well, I was the one who said something, and well, he was the one who said against it, and that's all there was. So Bomber agrees with me, apparently. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is what I want to say. <laughs> Bomber's like, I have an opinion. Look, and okay. I would like now to paint against... Okay, <laughs> Rab, you said something, and Scott was like, I don't know about that, and then... No, I was like, I don't know, and you were like, fuck no, he could be all the way. That's what it was. And then that, Rab yeah, was, and then Rab was let's like... Let's get accurate here. <laughs> and Rab was saying, oh, we'll save it, we'll save it. So that's why I assumed you had a lot to talk about. So let's... Anyway, let's just hear it. Who are you going with? Who are you going with? So, uh, let's go. There's two guys here. John yes. Bradshaw Layfield. JBL. JBL is a person who I have hated... As much as anyone is a heel. God, I hated JBL. Uh, you felt like he didn't deserve to be in the place he was. You felt like he was an asshole. The motherfucker was on Fox News, which I'm sure was great for you, but for me, not so much. You know, I don't get that because I work for Fox. Holding, is that... down, holding down the hardworking Latino. It was tremendous, tremendous heel work. In, looking back in retrospect, it's like, oh, that was actually just real good heel work. At the time, man, I hated this guy. So, and, and that's I liked him as Bradshaw, uh, you know, and but then when he became JBL, Texas, you know, fucking Stock millionaire, millionaire yeah. asshole, God, the white tremendous man. deal work. <laughs> the white, the man. white man, yeah, the white man, <laughs> us, the white man holding us down. To be fair, he was, but he knew it. he was. He leaned into it. Of course oh, he did. He leaned into it. That was his yeah, character. Was that was his yeah. character. Yeah. He 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 surrounded himself with a dumb blonde and a black guy who he had to do bidding, right? Uh, he, yeah, Orlando Jordan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he was just trying to hold Eddie Guerrero down. It was it was really good heel work, uh, and it it worked on me hook line and sinker. You know, I was that was especially I was like what eight seventeen. 16 18 mm-hmm. so you know at the time i definitely thought i was the smartest mark of all time you know oh sure, and, sure. here's this guy just like just a hundred percent making me mark just mm-hmm. just tremendous heel work and on the other side you have cm punk uh i feel that cm punk's heel work in roh in the indies and then moving when he was in the straight edge society and then even with uh nexus was some of the best heel work in the day in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was conversation going into this, whether or not he deserved to be on this list. One, I contend that he can be one of the best on this list. That's what the this comment was, a, was. That's right. That's yeah, what the... And this, this was a guy who could go tween from side to, from being really cool, straight edge guy to just a prick. You know, I'm straight edge, and that's why I'm better than you and all that. And it worked 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. When he would switch from face to heel, 
Now, eventually, he would always go back the other way because he was just too cool. But when he would switch from the hill, it would work. People would start booing the shit out of him that were cheering him a month before. I honestly believe that he is one of the best heels of the last 20 years in the day And for that reason, uh, he gets my vote just barely because wow. I also think JBL is up there. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, we'll go with Lee next. All right. Um, so JBL, I th- I'm I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put a sort of an axe on this you know. Uh, I think he's incredibly underappreciated as a heel, because um, really he only really got to lean into it and really do it at a top level at the very la- end of his career, like last few years. He spent a long time being a Stan Hansen wannabe that no one gave a shit about. Um, yeah. Very one note character. Uh, I mean, as a as a you know a big power wrestler and, was, and a, a monster, it's fine. But he was just big Texas dude. That, that was about it, right? Um, he he didn't have the personality that Stan Hansen had. Um, but once he got to do his rich fucking Jr. from Dallas bullshit character, who's the just the racist asshole who's trying to hold the Latino population down and wave his money in people's face and buy Shawn Michaels and all that shit. He was great at it. And you got to give him credit. He was in the wrestling business long enough where he finally learned how to be a heel and do it correctly when given the chance. So uh, good on him for that. Uh, And also it's not too hard to be a dumbass right-wing shithead when you're actually one in real life you just kind of lean into it it's fine um but yeah it not enough of his career was great enough for me to give him the nod i gotta go see him punk he just had a longer career of as being like a top dynamic fucking heel uh this the straight edge thing is just it works it, it works on me i i fucking hate the prick whenever he starts talking about oh, i don't drink i don't do drugs fuck you you nerd, you, you got a Pepsi tattoo on your goddamn arm or whatever, and you you, you, you drink pop. Fuck off. You suck. I, I don't need this shit. Um, and, you know, he could do the cult leader thing. He can just do the arrogant prick thing. Uh, you can switch between those things perfectly well. He had a great feud with Rey Mysterio. Uh, JBL did as well, but I think uh, uh, CM Punk did it better. And um, he's the better talker than JBL. JBL is pretty good. But CM Punk's the better talker. He's the better worker, and he's way easier to hate. With as soon as a word comes out of his fucking mouth, he's way easier to hate. So, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go CM Punk with this one. All right, that's two for CM Punk. Uh, I'll jump in there. Um, JBL, yes, it is a, a lot more short-lived heel run. Um, I guess uh, it definitely it, it, you nailed the on the head there. Uh, CM Punk, way better on the mic, way better actually in the ring. Uh, that's definitely not comparable. But as far as heel stuff goes, I, 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 I'm trying. I don't want to sound terrible. But JBL's Border Patrol stuff, do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the most that, – none of that stuff could even close to be done nowadays. And I, I love people that can go in and embrace being a heel and they're not afraid to – uh, you know, rub people the wrong way because, like MJF current day stuff. Like people that do that stuff, I have so much respect for. It. They are into the character, they go into that character, and they own it. Now, JBL 
dominated during that time frame from the, what was it, like 2005, maybe the 2010 range? One of the best heels I think WWE it had. Wasn't, it wasn't that long. Did he make it to 2010? Well, I'm just saying in that no. in that time frame, I don't think anybody was really a better heel than JBL. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. Um, in that small no, his, window, his reign went from his his title reign went from 04 to 05. 05. So yeah, earlier on that that's 04 yeah, 05. I mean, time as, frame. as yeah. soon as he lost, because yeah, then Cena dethroned him, and it was that's pretty it, yeah. much. He had like a year or two after that. He came back briefly for Jericho, and that yeah. was about it in 09. And yeah. just he was such a memorable character and such a a hated. Uh, shit. I, I remember watching. Can I see something, Bomber? Can I see something? I know I'm interrupting your intro. No, that's fine. Yeah, when, when, so when the Border Patrol stuff happened, did you yell, hell yeah? Kind <laughs> of like you were loving it, but you were saying everything but that. It was very entertaining stuff. That was very. Hell yeah. I Get wasn't, em. I wasn't doing that. No. Build that wall. I'm saying that is some really unique heel work that really we haven't seen anybody kind of embrace that, that angle as a heel. As far to as be being... fair, that was that was being a racist was not that uncommon a heel thing at the time. At the, I mean, uh, at the same time, Triple H was being a heel to Booker T, obviously putting himself over in the end. Yeah, but that was but, that was more. Yeah, not it was racist on, towards black and that not part. That of was your, not on the yeah. nose. That's more like fans bringing that up as opposed to like JBL was like he was it out was to get Mexican on the people. Nose. People like you don't win. You know that was it was super on the nose. I I disagree with you entirely. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, either way, um, it's, it's been acknowledged. So you could get away with it. Then is what I'm saying. You, you're not wrong. Yeah. You can, I don't think. Oh, you, can the, you, could, you could say it like that. He, he could not have said you know black people. He couldn't have said it on the nose. Well, yeah. well to like be, JBL to be, did. To, to, to be, be fair, fair, Triple H did it with Booker T, and JBL did it with several people. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because so, I guess more Latinos that they were willing to put up there. So yeah, a lot of the stuff we talk about, like a lot of this stuff, can't even be done today. A lot of these characters that no, on I this 100% list, agree. Um, which I, I think sucks. But that's just the way the 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 generations going as far as the wrestling wise goes. Anyway, that no, not not generate that media. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. like as also, a generation, also, it does, also doesn't suck. It's good. It's fun when to the not people have that characters. when the people okay. that look like you are always the bad guys and. It's easy to make fun of them on TV. Uh, it sucks. That sucks. Okay. okay. Just gotcha. saying. Okay. All right. That so, so CM Punk, uh, the whole straight edge thing, I think was a, I think that's a good, it's a good character. Uh, it, I mean, it really gets under people's skin just to have somebody constantly say, I'm better than you because I don't do this. That That's just a, a very, another very strong character. And he could back everything up on the mic, in the ring. The dude, he was... He was more of a Roddy Piper type, I guess, character. More of just a prick. In the, the, we've ran into a couple of those already. and uh, Both of these are very even to me, but I'm, I'm, I think Punk's overall a more memorable heel for his straight-edge stuff, straight-edge society stuff. Just the, the... I don't even know if the pipe bomb would be considered heelish, but a lot of the stuff he said was like it's shitting on the face that was John Cena at the time. It was more real but I, I mean, I consider a lot of that heel stuff. Um, I, I think he gets the slight edge over JBL. I think uh, for CM Punk, for me. So that's going to be uh, three for CM Punk in Scott. Uh, well, I'll just kind of tack on to that last bit you said there. That mm -hmm. pipe bomb was portrayed as a heel thing. Yes. Even though the fans took it as a face thing by the time they got to Chicago. Oh, it turned them one hundred percent. Yeah, because same, same as Becky. Becky tried to do like this, blah, 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 as a heel, 
but that's what endeared her to become a face. It's that kind of thing. So that pipe bomb was a heel promo. Oh, of course. It yeah. Just, it just worked as a face promo instead. Oops. Um, so yeah, just, just to kind of put that there. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as for the stuff with JBL and that, like he's the guy who fucking goose stepped in Germany when that's illegal. And, <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's and true. Like, right. like, that's true. And they said you can't do that, and he's like, my character did it. I, I was performing. It's he not really arrested. Right. That's like true. That, that's what this shit is. So when he's doing the border patrol stuff and that kind of stuff, oh my god, he did that. Yeah, character. Does he believe it? Maybe. But his character's doing it. It's oh god, like. Mm -hmm. it, it's a weird disconnect that some people don't remember to do. Um, and he's that guy to make that work. And it, it's kind of funny when you're like, you love the border patrol stuff because it was entertaining. How yeah. effective was it as heel work then? Doesn't sound like it was very effective at all, does it? It was effective enjoyed to it. me. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, exactly. I think it was very, I think it was extremely effective. Yeah, because you, you enjoyed it. I remember you, when... you were entertained by it. But did, 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 did it make it. you well, hate JBL? Did it make it me, me hate, fucking hate JBL? Yeah, it I know made, it made you hate him. I know. I know well, I, know. I don't necessarily hate anyone. Like any, I just appreciate somebody that's being a like a bad guy. I don't really hate anybody so, in wrestling. Oh, forgive me. I'm, no, not hate him. Did you boo his character? Is my is the we're talking heels, dude? <laughs> that's the, my point. Like, sure. Yeah, it was heels? a super dick, a horrible dick <sighs> thing. Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm just trying to make sure because it sounded like you were like you were cheering it. Because it was entertaining, no, sure. Was but making, did you want to see him lose? Him. I didn't think. I didn't think. Bomber of course, you always want to see. Uh, <laughs> fuck off with your bombers racist stuff. Keep going. Not the one saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. Your your argument for liking JBL was that uh, as the heel here was because his his stuff was entertaining. It was because that yes. defeats the purpose. To me, the heel work should be stuff where you dislike it. You dislike him for doing Correct. it. I, I, okay, I appreciated his heel work. That's what I meant. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was it entertaining? Sure. There you go. Did you want to see him lose? Yeah, okay, cool. Yes. That, that's because otherwise your argument, I mean, you didn't pick JBL, but I was going to argue for picking him because you liked what he did. Yes. <laughs> that well, did, I, I, I appreciated it. I liked his heel, heel work better. Is, is that the. Okay. Yes. I just didn't understand where you're coming from because it sounded like you were rooting for him. And I'm like, that's not a heel. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> um, now, Punk, in that sense, is actually, like, I, I didn't think of the Ring of Honor stuff so much. But when he was a heel, he was still one of the more recent cool heels there's been. Like, Kevin Owens was that for a while. And even Rock and Stone Cold when they were their, their recent turns. Recent as in, like, 15 years ago. But you know what I mean. Um, Punk, again, I, I, I almost didn't want him on this list. I, I did say that. I'm, he's still getting my vote, but he because he is absolutely good. What he did yeah. as a heel against guys like Cena or Rock and guys in that era, and then before that was definitely really good. Um, I just never felt that it stood out compared to anybody else at the time. And when I look at it comparatively, that doesn't make you one of the best. It just makes you, I mean, it's good along with these others. Um, but I feel as a whole, it definitely is better than JBL for that one awesome bit he had as the dirtbag shit heel he was. But let's also not forget he was a brawler with APA and stuff during that era too, where the ministry stuff, he was also a, a bit of a heel there. But again, that didn't stand out from anything. He was just one of those heels that was going along. Yeah. So I, I really feel like both of them, for me at least, had one key huge moment jbl with the guerrero stuff and a little bit here and there with mysterio and some stuff with michaels and that and then yeah later on we have punk with the his heel work 
pre Money in the Bank, and then when he turned while he was champion. And to, to Rab's note, Punk could make someone who booed him hour like uh, a month before cheer or boo him. Let me say that again. Someone who was cheering him a month before would boo him after something he said. He was able to make that happen in the same night. Mm-hmm. He was that good at it. Um, and the best part was his character would essentially be the same thing. <laughs> you don't need That's true. to. That is true. You don't need to drink. You don't need to do. You can do whatever you want to put your mind to. You can make this work. You can not drink, not smoke, not do any of these things. You can shove addiction to the side and be your own man. But I'm able to, and you're not. So I'm better than. Fuck. <laughs> Like, it's like Brian's vegan gimmick. It was the same thing. Ah, so, true. Yeah. I, I definitely am picking Punk in this regard. Yes. All right. That's a 4-0 sweep. Punk advances over JBL. Uh, moving on. Last Maybe match he on- should have been on the list. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> it's the first sweep. But I don't know. No, no. Well, yeah. Uh, so we got Macho Man versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Uh, Lee, you want to start us off here? Ooh, yeah, listen up, yeah. The Macho Man Randy Savage went to the highest of highs in the WWF as a heel, yeah. While the Macho Man was doing it all, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase was winding down his career, yeah. Now, the Million Dollar Man was a great gimmick, don't get me wrong, yeah. But he was better in Mid-South as a heel than he was in the WWF. Go watch it. It's on the network. You got no excuse. No, you don't. No. The Macho Man Randy Savage came into the ring. He threatened. Slap Miss Elizabeth every match. Yeah. You got to respect that. The Macho Man goes forward. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, so that's one for Macho Man. Um, uh, Rab, what you going with? How the hell am I supposed to follow that? No. I forgot that was going to happen. That's why I didn't go. That's why I didn't go next. I mean, if you don't want to go next, I'll go next. Right? Uh, I mean, the thing is, not only was that a tremendous exp- uh, uh, impression, yep. but it was also very, very much the correct answer. It explained it oh. in all in all the correct ways. I mean, Ted DiBiase's Ted DiBiase's main work in my mind is is, is as a heel, but as a heel manager. Uh, I don't know a lot of his earlier stuff. And then Randy Savage, obviously, uh, as the Macho Man, as, you know, the whole stuff of Mrs. Elizabeth, as the foil for Hulk Hogan. Sometimes he'd be a little facey, but more or less he'd be a heel. Uh, and then even into WCW, he'd go back and forth. And uh, and he was a tremendous heel. He was uh, one of the all-time greats. And, uh, yeah, Randy Savage. All right, that's two. Scott? Uh, yeah, DiBiase was one of those, uh, he, I mean, he's kind of stood out character-wise for me back in the 80s because he was just able to buy everything. He was rich. Like, his heel was so strong that they had him on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous showing off <laughs> mansions and stuff. Like, that's how they went with his gimmick and how far they went with it. Um, and it worked. It, it was really great. It was really what it is. And it was, again, a, a different kind of character than a monster that Hogan was facing. He was able to buy his way in there, and it made you hate him because you're like, oh, that's not fair. It was, it was really the gist of it. That's not fair. He bought his way in, which appealed to a thing to hate for a lot of the audience. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, much like the JBL character in its own way, is kind of like the character Vince always wanted to do. Those are two versions of what Vince's character would be, the wrestling millionaire. So there's that. Uh, but Macho Man... Randy Savage, who will we'll say the full name there, or Macho King, 
don't forget, as mm -hmm. one of his heel things. Um, I think knocked it out of the park comparatively as a heel because he was one of the beloved guys when he was that, and he's one of the most fondly remembered now ever. Like, people will still put him on a Mount Rushmore wrestling, for crying out loud. And you look back at when he was a heel, though, the Steamboat stuff and or in that kind of era, and then when he turned wild champion, much like Punk, let's not forget that. He turned during that, and yeah, the stuff with Sherry is the Macho King, and just kind of a against the warrior and all these things, he was the quintessential heel. But he was one of those ones where he was good enough, and these are my favorite heels. Now we can talk about one of these guys. The ones who never really had to cheat were some of my favorites because they were just that good, and they're pricks, like, and they're bad. So yeah, sometimes they would cheat too, but yeah, I like those ones a lot better. All the DiBiase was was someone who had to cheat. He never came off like he could actually beat you. And... I mean, that works as a heel because he kept cheating and winning. Sure, and he bought the title, but Macho Man takes it for me any day of the week okay. from his heel stuff. Macho King is really what sells me on that. So. All right, that's three for Macho Man. Um, yeah, I also also got to go with the Macho Man here. Uh, I mean, I love DiBiase. I love the gimmick. It's, it's one of my favorite gimmicks. Um, but when you're talking Macho Man and when you had – the, the the sweetest person in the world, Miss Elizabeth, and you had him out there bullying her around, bossing her around, just being that it does not get any more heel, any more asshole, any more like just crummy person than that. And I, whether or not, you know, how much of that was real and stuff going on. But, you know, uh, but either way, on camera, you fucking you hated that guy for treating Miss Elizabeth the way he did. And as good as T Ted DiBiase was, and he had some really cool, fun, memorable moments and stuff, like where he would like have the kids come on and do the contest and he would uh, like kick a ball out from under them while they're dribbling or something like that. You know, it's good, fun, dickish, uh, you know, asshole. Ha ha, I'm looked down on you, you peasants. It, it is good uh, heel stuff, but man, I don't think you really hated Ted DiBiase, well, at least like at watching, I wouldn't assume somebody would hate that as much as they would hate the way Macho Man treated Miss Elizabeth. And yes, uh, the Macho King, again, all of that still uh, transitions from a lot of stuff that he did with Miss Elizabeth. And then when she came back and they embraced, like that showed you how much of a bad guy he was and treated her to when they came back together, how impactful that moment was. So I'm definitely going uh, Macho Man as well. Uh, we'll get into some of his other stuff as we move on, but. Uh, at least for now, going Macho Man for a uh, 4-0 sweep over the Million Dollar Man. All right, so over on the right side of the brackets, we got Edge and Hulk Hogan. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I haven't went yet. Um, uh, looking at these brackets, I think, to me, Edge was my weakest name on here, so that kind of tips you off. I'm going to go with Hogan here, the Hollywood Hogan character. Obviously, uh, huge, huge moment pivotal point in all of wrestling history the the number one baby face for years and years and years in the wrestling world finally turns heel he takes over as this you know terrible faction that they're gonna just run rampant and they start recruiting everybody and you know how bad it went it got after a while but for the longest time he was the most hated he went from the most loved guy in the business to the most hated guy in the business and that says a lot edge um 
I don't know. I early edges earlier years. I kind of been po- posting this stuff on Twitter and everything and social media now that I appreciate edge more now than I did back then. I really wasn't big on edge. He was, he did some heel stuff with the brood. He was, you know, the rated R superstar. He was that cocky, you know, me and Lita doing our thing. And of course the stuff with Matt Hardy, that was to me, the biggest point of heel work or sorry, the most uh, hated heel stuff that he did, which I mean, and that was all real life stuff too. So he kind of stole Matt Hardy's girl. And I just don't think that as good as edge was, I just don't think that his heel work was anywhere close to being as good as Hollywood Hogan stuff was. So I'm going to go with Hollywood Hogan for my, uh, for my vote here. Uh, Can I go we'll, second? Uh, sure. Yeah. What's up rep? Go. Uh, I just wanted to, to, before I forgot about it, um, earlier you had said that for the second half or whatever, 2005, 2010, the main, you know, the top heel or whatever was JBL. The top heel was this guy, mm-hmm. Edge, 100%. Mm-hmm. From the moment the, the thing happened with Lita and Matt Hardy. Uh, that the, was big. Then was Money, big. Mr. Money in the Bank, the Raider R Superstar, his feuds with uh, John Cena. I mean, he was the top heel uh, for... About five, six years when he feuded Randy Orton, when it, uh, also Radar KO, uh, when he had the whole thing with the Hawkins and Ryder and Vicky Guerrero. Uh, no, the Edgeheads were his fans. No, I thought I thought Edge and uh, Hawkins and Ryder were, they called themselves Edge. Uh, I, either way, it, I don't know. they were informally called the Edgeheads. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. They were okay, never yeah, actually yeah, a team. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you can keep going. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, he feuded. He feuded with basically all the top faces, and he came on top a lot of the times. He feuded with the Undertaker. He feuded with uh, everyone. Uh, really, it wasn't until right before he retired that he had gone back to being a face. Uh, but for the the majority of the of that time of, of him in the main event, he was the top heel in WWE. Uh, you know, for the for the whole second half of that decade. Uh, so if it was against someone else, I might pick him. But, you know, there it's hard to argue with fans throwing trash into into the ring at what was a second ago the most beloved, one of the most popular of all time wrestlers who made such an extreme heel turn and did it really, really well even afterwards uh, that it took a couple of years before everyone switched back because he was just really, really cool and everyone loved the NWO and they were really, really cool. So I don't know how you manage that, you know, as to does that diminish his heel work? Uh, the fact that everyone loved the NWO, maybe, you know, that's kind of what Scott was talking about before. I can see it being the uh, argument, yeah. But, you know, it's not his fault that he was such a good heel, though it is his fault that he decided to make himself so cool. So you know what? I switch back. I vote for Edge. <laughs> okay, there you go. I like how you talked yourself through it. I did. Like, nope, I talked oh. myself through it, and I talked myself out of it. There you go. That's what, Edge's that's... heel work was actual heel work where everyone booed him for five years and hated his fucking guts. Okay. And Hulk Hogan ended up being too cool because he wanted to be super, super, super cool guy that everyone loved and sold the merch. And uh, that's how I talked myself out of that. Okay, sounds good. All right, uh, we'll go with Lee. So uh, both these guys are great talkers. Um, <clears throat> Edge is definitely the better worker, although I've I've never really been a big fan of him in ring. Like I, 
his move set never really worked for me. Let's put it that way. I, I just I don't I never really enjoyed watching his matches all that much. But great talker, great pro- kind of a uh, Brian Pillman light kind of in, in a way when he was doing the rated R shit. Um, think about Hogan. His heel turn is probably one of the greatest heel turns ever. But it's weird because you could argue that he was always a heel. Even when he was presented as a babyface in the WWF, really, um, because especially in the last few years, before you know when they started getting tired of him, sure, sure, he was a he was a major prick. He was still presented as the face, but he was cheating like a motherfucker, like <laughs> uh, the Royal Rumble where where he pulled fucking um, oh Va- uh, Sid vicious, yeah, yeah, he pulled Sid out of the fucking ring, yeah, and shit like that, like. He, he was a dick. Like, he, he he cheated to win. He was a dick. He was a fucking dick. And the times were changing, and people were getting tired of him. And he went to WCW, and he was a face there. And it didn't work really there either. Like, he made some money initially, but it was getting stale real quick. And they had nothing to do but change him officially heel. But uh, you could argue he, he'd been a heel for years because everyone just kind of turned on him and hated him. He was getting the go-away heat, so they decided, let's turn that into legit heel heat instead. And, and I mean, he did okay as, you know, the old-school kind of heel who would, you know, um, jab you in the eye or do a low blow or do a back rake or <laughs> shit like that. He'd whip you um, with his belt, his weight belt? Yeah, whip you with his belt. And that was fine. Like, it was really good uh, up to the point where they didn't get rid of him when they should have like it should have been like either sting or goldberg should have dethroned him and never really happened still i think he works better as a heel than um edge did but just ever so slightly it's a very close one for me okay uh that's gonna be two for hogan one for edge scott yeah this one's tough too i think Uh, tougher than i thought it would be because, I mean, Rab really reminded me of the 2005 to 2010. Um, and, and like I said, the stuff before, too, with the five seconds of awesomeness, he was there was heel work even there against the Hardys in the 2000s and stuff. And Yeah, he's beloved, but he Edge really was the heel for five years. Like, he, he was such a heel, he lost his title in one chamber and stole a spot from Kofi to go win another title in another chamber in the same night. Like, that's he was a dick. He was against Cena. He was, he, he was the guy that really solidified Cena as a face. I feel he's one of those guys, and uh, it's it's hard to pick against that. Though Hulk Hogan, and we're really there's a misnomer here because yeah, Hulk Hogan was a heel back in like before his real run started with like matches against Face Andre back in the day in like the seventies and eighties. But that really should say Hollywood Hogan to be fair, because that's really what it was. Um, because when he did that, he was the most hated man in wrestling for two years straight. And yeah, he probably should have lost, but that kind of made people hate him even more. I feel that worked for him as a heel. Um, so I, I am going with Hogan just because I think his... Yeah, Edge had his five years, and that's hard, really hard to not go with. But I got to go with Hogan just based on what he did as that top heel. Um, he really turned off all comers, including the one that was supposed to defeat him. And I know that's getting into political backstaging stuff, but on camera as a heel, man, holy shit, nothing can stop him. So 
and yep. with the NWO aspect of it, I feel like they were just yeah, they were fodder. He was the cool part of it, but he always came across as like the dick bag. At least he tried to, and if people liked it, well, yeah, the, that happened. But but they, I still but feel they did though. Was it wasn't that your argument? If people are cheering for it and enjoying it that way and buying the merch to represent well, it, is that not good heel work? Wasn't that your I argument say, a moment ago? But with, uh, also, JBL no, that was in, that that was NWO. because Bomber was cheering for him deporting no. people <laughs> that that <laughs> yes. is that argument yes but i don't feel that happened with hogan in the nwo yeah that was the nwo that wasn't hogan i, I was gonna say i feel that was more hall and nash in, in nwo as opposed yeah. to hogan i feel like hogan was a little more of the bad guy as opposed to hall and nash were the hey he yo always and they were came the cool off guy. as the baddest guy in that yeah they were I more felt. the cool he was always guys. the villain and everybody else was trying to be cool I always yeah, thought he, was, he was still the one coming out with the title with the nwo on it playing guitar and people well, that was more of a cocky. They spray paint in the belt. I understand, but people were cheering the cockiness. I, I, I mean, I could, I, I could definitely see the argument. I can, I mean, I can see the argument. I can definitely see it, but I don't feel that really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I, no, I, I, that... I, I agree with, I agree with Scott where he, he was through and through heel, and really like. I think a part of it is it's Hogan. People, even as a bad guy, they're still going to cheer because oh my god, it's Hogan. It's like it's one of those things. Like I can, you know, I'm I supposed know. to, I'm supposed to boo him, but as Hogan, I get to see Hogan. Fuck him. It, it was it was kind of that during that era. I can switch um, it to Hollywood yeah, no, Hogan if you guys think that would be. I can the, switch that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm kind of feeling is. that. I mean, a little bit. It pretty much. It was yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Is, yeah, but again, he was also a, a major heel during the early stuff. Like he turned yeah. face for the Bockwinkle stuff back then, and came back against Iron Sheik. Like that—that's part of it. Um, and I mean, do we yeah. want to count as running immortal? I don't, but he was there too. Um, well, but, Hogan. Yeah, it's it's Hogan, but yeah, yeah to, 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 I guess to dissuade that, yeah, I, I always attribute that more to the NWO than Hogan because it yeah. was always just Hogan. Against Sting or against Luger or against Goldberg or against whomever he was That's getting good argument. in the Rock, yeah, Even yeah. Though that part was when no, he got not a rain. No, we cheered Hogan when no, it was one on one. We absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When we cheered him, that was what I'm saying. He got <laughs> cheered there, but he also the night before plowed into the Rock with the 18 wheeler, which is yeah, not the. That I mean, was, that was a statement of, hey, it's WrestleMania, let's go crazy. I, I mean, it was before, more of that. But yeah, it, it was the Raw before. Yeah. But no, the, the difference there was, there was many, many things. And I mean, if I, I want to talk about anything, I was part of the crowd that turned Hogan face. Yeah, okay, so did we go against type? Sure. We got to see Hogan at Mania. It was a big deal. Toronto, where he was against Warrior. We're, fan, we're fond of that. It's a weird thing Canadians have. Lee might not agree with Warrior, but and it was just uh, the, the, circumvents, or the circumstances all just attributed to Holy fuck, I'm seeing Hulk Hogan in WWF Ring at Mania. Cool. And mm-hmm. we just cheered him out because it was a thing. All so, right. And that he failed, absolutely, but not during that other era in WCW. So Hogan will advance 3-1 over Edge. Moving on, we have Chris Jericho versus Jake Roberts. This, to me, when I looked at the matches, I was like, man, this could be really tricky. Um, Scott, let, how about you start us off on this one? Not tricky at all. Chris Jericho is the oh. coolest heel going right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He th- this is what you're talking about. Is that good He's or bad? A, oh, so that's a no, bad it, good thing. It's not good, not good for me. Gotcha. Chris Jericho right now is so beloved as a heel, and it's not because the inner circle, it's because what he's doing. And yeah, is it fun? Sure. But he's literally a beloved heel right now. Now, let's ignore the current stuff, which I'm sure most are gonna want to base it on. But when he was doing the stuff back with the Alliance and he beat Austin Rock and 
along the same time as uh, Edge, he was also one of the bigger heels there. And all, all the stuff, even back in WCW, when he started getting cheers with Greenberg and stuff, he was a dickbag heel a fuck ton of a lot. I'm not going to dissuade that. I just, I, I don't think his current stuff is as good. Um, it, it was the inner circle that really killed it for me. Before that, fuck yeah. His painkiller stuff, or pain maker, the, the stuff when he left WWE with Omega being the heel, that was fantastic. I almost feel like this current stuff is almost an NW argument, which I'm sure Rap's going to have fun with. <laughs> but Jake the Snake is literally, he, then this is nostalgia, this is me, but seeing him come out during an era of all these guys like the Hogan's, even the Pipers, and they're all yelling and, and stuff, and warriors and all this stuff, and he comes out and just talks. And he talks almost like a cult leader. And it's almost scarier, because you have to lean in to hear what he's saying. It just, that always resonated with me, that always worked with me. So I, I'm going with Jake the Snake for right. that. This, I, I just feel that was a stronger heel than what Jericho has ever done. So, that's with me. Alright, Rab. I agree with everything Scott said. Mm. Okay. Everything. Everything. Yeah, you didn't expect uh, everything. I did uh, wonder if you'd be like, because I, I literally went back hypocritical a little bit. It feels I mean, like. yes, you did, but I <laughs> yeah. agree with the base <laughs> argument. Yeah, but I agree. But I, what I agree with is the base argument. Okay. You know, and you went back to the uh, the base argument. Uh, <laughs> so I still agree with it. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Yeah. The you know Jericho. Uh has obviously been a heel a lot of the time through the last 25, 30 years. Uh, but he, and he was always a smarmy dick, but he was always a smarmy dick that people really liked. Like he mm -hmm. was a dick, but he was really funny. So he'd get people to laugh on his side. Yep. You know, he was a dick, but like what he would do, you know, I mean, he was a heel when he had the list. Very true. That was a that mm -hmm. was a heel thing, but it was that was a heel thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was when it. he learned he could get anything over. Yeah, and no, he, now he, he won't really stop. He could get anything over, but that's, yeah, that's but why now he won't anyone, stop. <laughs> if anyone wasn't sure that he could get literally anything, he over. got scarves over. I mean, come on, he got a he got a traffic he cone over. over. Yeah, he got a traffic cone over. He's got a shirt where it says he he, and it's him wearing a traffic cone. Yeah, Mitch the plant. That was oh. him and Ambrose's feud. Yeah. Yes, he can get literally anything over. And, which makes him one of the greatest workers of all time. But, you know, if we're comparing that kind of heel work to someone like Jake the Snake, you know, that everyone was terrified of. Everyone was terrified of. Mm. You got to go with Jake the Snake. Okay. All right. That is two for Jake the Snake. I'll jump in real quick. Uh... Jake the Snake, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Uh, maybe when I was younger, it had something to do with his name being the same as mine. I will admit that. But I love the Snake. Uh, and that could also be kind of compared to Jericho's thing. Like, he brought that snake out, and everybody loved to see when he threw the snake on people. Yeah, it was a super heel thing to do, but kids, I mean, I assume other kids liked it. I loved it. I was, I, I was a kid. Everyone I loved it. the snake. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I love the snake. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, when you bring out a cobra, and it bites Macho Man on the fucking arm, and he can't get it off, that's just where it gets scary. When you start seeing the blood, that's a little more like, oh, shit. But when he's laying it on people, that's that's a little, you know, that's a little more fun, Jake Roberts. But... Yeah, uh, to me, Jericho's best stuff was when he was kind of feuding with Shawn Michaels, and he even got into, like, I remember he got into, like, a, 
like he punched a fan or something like that in the in the in the parking lot. Like people were just trying to get his autograph, and he, like I said, I respect people that you know go into that character. And when you're a heel, it and you won't sign autographs when people you know want to talk to you. That's I love that shit. I love that's when you're dedicated to your heel, that dedicated to your character. I love that. Even though you know Jericho would love to probably sign that dude's autograph, that's not his character, so he he goes with it. Uh, I remember during that time he was a very good heel. That was when he was more heel heel as opposed to what he is now, more of a jokey heel character that is just awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, Jake Roberts has always been, besides, you know, loving to see the snake, Jake Roberts has always been the stuff he did with Elizabeth. He fucking hit Elizabeth. He, like, literally fucking smacked her. Like, like very compared to Macho Man. She was, like, the most beloved person in WWF at the time. And he fucking just straight up hit her. Uh, Jake Roberts, yeah, I'm going with Jake Roberts for sure. Um, over Jericho. I not again, not saying taking anything away from Jericho. He is without a doubt one of the top wrestlers ever. But as far as a heel, I'm going with Jake Roberts. Uh Lee. So the problem with Jericho is that if he wanted to, he could legit lean into being the best heel ever. Like he he could be that mm-hmm. shitty dick because yep. we've seen him do it. Like I agree. when he was when he was doing that sort of legend killer gimmick 100%. when he came back for a little bit. That was perfect. That was that was a great different character. That was a different side to him. Other than that, he's the cocky jerk face heel who everyone kind of wants to like. He's he's the asshole rock star that everyone, even though he's an asshole, um he's still flashy and he's glamorous and, and, and he's funny and people want to cheer him and shit. Jake, the snake has never done that. Jake, the snake has always been a piece of shit in legit life too. He's just a piece of shit. So (laughs) it's easy for him to lean into because he's just a piece of fucking garbage. He, like you said, he hit miss Elizabeth. He has draped his snake and his body over women. Uh, he's even done it to Brandy. Um, he, he's basically threatened to rape women in the ring. That's kind of what he does. He's that evil of a motherfucker. Uh, you could argue that he shouldn't be doing that stuff at AEW because he's getting himself over instead of Lance Archer. But that's a whole different uh, fucking discussion. Um, no, Jake the Snake is one of the vilest pieces of shit in the world, and he's also a really great heel. So uh... <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was good. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that is a another clean sweep here. That is four for Jake Roberts. Kind of. I'm. I'm just remembering back to when Jericho did punch that fan. He wasn't really being a heel or a face. He was more mad that security didn't keep the people away. He's like, "Do your job. Be security. Fuck it." Don't yeah, I remember him doing that too. They, yeah. they let him, and he had to act of his own accord. Yeah. Because they were just like, "Oh, it's part of the show." No, it's fucking not. I'm in the parking lot. Fuck off. True, That's true. more what that was. He's like, what the fuck? Oh, are you I doing? agree. That's- Either way, I don't doubt what he did. Like, I he did the right thing, I think. But like, I feel yeah. like if he was a face character, I don't know if he I mean, he may have done that. I don't know, but I think he would have. I, I really do. I mean, that's maybe. the whole point. Maybe like you, faces will attack fans in the ring when they come in. Like, they'll oh. smother them. It's yeah. You, what you're doing is wrong. That's what that is. So yeah, I wouldn't even count that towards any kind of heel stuff. That's yeah. okay. All right. So moving on, uh, we have Randy Orton versus Triple H. Uh, uh does anybody want to i don't even know where to go here who wants to go first i'll start it off all okay. right go for it um here's the problem uh this is a this is a tale of uh given too much clout versus uh wasted potential and it's kind of ironic considering that the wasted potential is 
kind of the fault of the other guy. Um, I mean, Randy Orton was right on track to being one of the best heels ever. Like he had this really good character. He, he did the legend killer stuff and then he just moved into the psychopath who was, you know, uh, assaulting the McMahons and, and threatening to kill Stephanie basically in the ring and, and being just a dick bag piece of shit. And triple H cut him off at the fucking knees and he's never recovered from it. As far as a heel character, he, you know, he can still do the bad guy thing, but, he never caught on to the point where he was ever the really the top guy, even though he keeps getting pushed to the top every once in a while. But it's more he's a placeholder until they can get somebody else in there. Uh, Triple H, I got to give him the nod over Orton just because he's been the more consistent piece of shit, uh, top-level heel for longer. And uh, part of that, of course, is because of his connect, his track record, you can't really argue with it at the same time. Uh, politics aside so uh, i gotta go with triple h on this one okay that's triple h uh one for triple h rab uh um you know again i have to agree with most of what scott said uh, <laughs> god damn it we knew it was coming <laughs> the moment he opened his mouth i knew he was gonna say that i don't know why i just had a feeling i was like it's happening right now you're you're, you're learning you're learning and it's happening mm. But in, ser- in all seriousness, uh, I got to agree with most of what he said, uh, especially <laughs> related to Randy Orton. Uh, the legend killer stuff and then into just like, uh, you know, the Viper, he's hearing voices, all that shit is great. But uh, yes, he was cut at the knees. Two, Randy Orton has this thing where he clearly gets really bored. Uh, and just yeah. like loses all personality because he does not want to be there. Uh, I have said many times Randy Orton has the uh, personality of a Randy Orton cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it, it just happens too often. He just he just gets bored. Clearly, Randy Orton thinks he can be doing much better stuff, or he's just over this and has been over it for years. And from time to time, someone does something that brings more out of it. He does more good. The work he just did now with Edge, you know, and is still doing, I guess, the, still going, but I haven't watched in a couple weeks, yeah. uh, is really, really good. He's doing great work there. But obviously, it's not top work. Uh, he's This is just one of the other throwaway storylines. battles, not for any of that kind of, anything like that. Uh, on the other hand, you have Triple H, who uh, was obviously super, super hated, but God, it was just so hard to watch for years. It was just so hard to watch for years. The 2003 uh, he, era. He, it's, the 2003 is the worst year in the history of wrestling. I know. I know you hate it. <laughs> uh, it was just so hard to watch. Uh, I mean, his stuff in 98, 99, 2000... 2001, you know, well, he got injured. Uh, so he missed the vast majority of 2001. Um, but all that stuff going into the two-man power trip and all was great. But when he came back, it was just so hard to watch. Just burial after burial. and He wanted to be the cool, super cool heel that everyone loved but hated. But instead, he was just hated uh, and then just annoyed by, of... Uh, so I don't know how much I want to take the terrible, just awful television heel work 
over the like years of good heel work, all the stuff he did with the Rock and Austin and Mick Foley, uh, you know, and obviously you know kidnapping Stephanie and drugging her and marrying her, all that shit is tremendous. All that stuff was great. Uh, but then on the other hand, you have just like such bad heel work, just driven by ego, that it 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 holds it down. For that reason, I'm gonna vote for Randy Orton. The negative of the negative <laughs> of just such bad work for years that ruined the product. That in a way that it never really came back from to this day, uh, loses my vote. Okay. No problem there. Um, uh, Scott, we'll let you go next. I'll go last. The thing that sucks about this one is I don't care for either. And the more I look at it, the more I kind of wish we even took Randy off. Like, <laughs> which kind of tells you I'm probably going Triple H, but I don't even still know if that's the case. Um, <laughs> so you just like, fuck so you don't me. think either one of these guys are good heels? Well, Triple See, H was... Like this, this is the dark period I mentioned. Triple H was a heel during a point when no one else really was, and sure. like, okay, he's number one by default. <laughs> it's, his fault. <laughs> it's his fault. It's he's number one by default. Okay, that uh, both of these guys. I think yeah, you can also recognized... also say the thing about Orton too. I think maybe, like later, like yeah, I, I mean maybe. Orton has had issues where he's a good guy, and people want him to be a heel because he's so good at it. And then he goes heel, and it's not the heel that they want. Like with against or against Brian, it was like the chicken shit heel. It's like no, we want the the viper, we want the legend killer one, not the cowardly one hiding behind the authority. So you you get the wrong kind of heel with him, and he's done that a few times where it's like, why is he doing that character? Just be the guy that is good enough to beat people. He, he's one of those ones, I guess, where goes back to what I was saying before. He's a good enough heel where he shouldn't have to cheat. But sometimes when he's a heel, that's all he does. It's like, no, just bust it out when you have to. That's the, the better mm -hmm. way to do it. Um, Triple H, yeah, when he married Stephanie and he came out there during the wedding with Test and he's calling Vince dad and stuff, he was the most over-cheered person in that, even though he was the heel. So th there, there's parts yeah. of that. Like, it, it was, that's, mm. um, But then they leaned into it and he had the whole McMahon-Helmsley era and we led to the stuff I was talking about. So, yeah. When he was the Connecticut Blue Blood back before that, yeah, you, you hated him. It was very much the whole DiBiase style, the, the better than you, the prissy one, whatever. But he was mm -hmm. good enough to do it, and he treated women badly. Oh, look, it's Macho Man style again. It was, it was a lot of that. Um, Orton during the Legend Killer stuff, that was good. That was that you always wanted to see the legend win, and that's an easy way to do it. But there's nothing bad about that either. He was able to make that work every time, whether he's taking out Jake the Snake or spitting in Harley Race's face or really, by many accounts, almost beating Undertaker and making you think he really pulled it off. RKOing Stacy, all this different stuff. He made it work. And I'm probably going to go with Randy on that just because it was better than by default. And that's what a lot of Triple H's is. Triple H was the number one guy because he was the only one of that elevation he was the only one there both these guys i feel are portrayed right now way better than they ever were and i don't mean that they're they're currently portrayed like they're they're being put across but they're telling us these guys are so legendary and i don't feel that's true <laughs> like like oh my god he's such a great everything no no i never felt that way about randy orton or triple h and i know some people 
friend of mine back from college. Triple H is his favorite. I'm like, that's nice. I, I just, neither of these guys are legendary guys. Triple H was number one because everybody else left. And he was the one left over. And now he wants to be included in discussions with Rock and Stone Cold and these guys. It's like, no, okay. no, you're just the one left behind. And you made they're, the most of it, sure. That's right. They're not They're not self-made legends. They're WWE-made legends. They Rewriting are. mythology. The, they try the, to the put biggest, him in the same breath. And he does not, I, I feel he does not fit. The biggest heel move Triple H has ever done is rewriting history to put himself over uh, Mick Foley in the pantheon of that era. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and That's I mean the actual biggest heel move. You you can talk about that whole wrestling with uh wrestling isn't wrestling thing, but it's kind of true where like everybody else left. You talk about the biggest of that era, Stone Cold, Rock, Foley, Jericho, uh, Jericho's iffy from that time frame, but those are the kind of guys you're looking at. And they all left for other things, had their other stuff. Triple H was there day in, day out, give them loyalty, won't won't discredit that. But he wants to be included with those other guys. I don't feel he should be. And that that's just part of how I look at it. So he's not the legendary one, but neither is Horton because Horton never really made it to that level. But he's better than Triple H on the heel side. So there you go. Okay. That is two that's for That's one way to get there. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> two for Orton, one for Triple H. We're going to do a coin toss, my friends, because uh, Orton... <sighs> Orton is so fucking weird. Like, you feel like... Yeah, Orton's a pretty good heel, but like... It's just not there. It's it's not uh, the best heel stuff he ever did is as we just said was like his legend killer stuff. I think his the his prime heel work was when he was a young, disrespectful like fuck you. I'm gonna surpass you. I'm the best person ever. Like after that ended, once he started getting older, I feel like it, it just what he was just there as a bad. He was just a vanilla type bad guy. I mean. He did some things here, like here and there along the way, but after he peaked and he at his beginning, which is which seems weird. Um, he just seems super generic as a bad guy. I, I think he's still like in this era, still one of the better bad guys. But I, we really don't have that many good bad guys out there right now, or heels, I should say, or bad guys, whatever you want to call them. Um, and Triple H, a lot of his DX stuff goes against them as, as a heel because they were more of the, you know, the comedy. We, we were here. We're here to make everybody laugh. Yes, we're doing heel shit. We're, 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 you know, saying cuss words. We're showing our asses. We're doing all this kind of stuff. That was more comedy stuff as opposed to, you know, heel, like good heel stuff, in my opinion. Um, his, his main heel stuff was during that time frame that, that Rav t- talked about. The, the 2003 is when, when he really, truly started becoming despised not even just hated like despised people fucking hated triple h and almost that from that point all the way to now he's starting to win people over with nxt stuff that he's doing but people still fucking hate triple h because of that time frame and i don't know if it really is better but i mean i'm 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 going with that because he just seems more despised more hated than randy orton who just seems there He's hated, but he's hated for his backstage politics, not for his work in the ring. Uh, but it bleeds not, into not for his, his heel work at all. It, it, it bleeds into his character, though, because mm, does, when you when you yeah. look at him, he he started out as the you know the the blue blood guy, but then he became the rebel, right? He became the anti-authority rebel and guy. He was huge, awesome. But dude. then yeah. he sold the fuck out and became a McMahon. 
Once he started wearing and that, suits and, that, and stuff, like later in his career, he was he was so despised. Yeah, people people cannot separate him from his character. Like Triple H is Triple yes. H, and people look at him as the guy who sold out. And he and he, he's a piece of shit. No matter what he does with NXT, he's still a piece of shit. And the fu- the funny thing is, people hate him for you know getting together with Stephanie. And, oh, he's just doing this to get to the top. Like, who? God forbid they actually fucking love each other. Like, who cares about that? Like, people people, people hate him. For that. A lot of people didn't hate him for uh, getting Stephanie to get to the top. People hated him for using the fact that he was with Stephanie to get to the top. But I mean, it's not the same. It's not. He's I, I guess it depends. It's not. Yeah. I hate him for getting with Stephanie so he can get to the top. It's I hate him because now that he's with Stephanie, he's forcing his way at the top and burying everyone below him. I I, I don't. It's not. It's not actually the same thing. Okay. Because but, that has nothing to do with love. I so, think most people assume. Yeah, that that's like really... saying he wanted to get to the top and he married Stephanie to do it. Which I, I mean, I, I, I think I think a lot of people would say three that. daughters. So. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't—they're wrong. <laughs> I don't think possibly. Most pe- I think there are sure there are people. I mean, we don't there know. There are people who but, say that, but. but I think most people think the other way. I think then again, he could think, have. I mean, fuck, we don't know. He could have done that, uh, but I mean, sure. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure they. Grew, it, it probably doesn't hurt, you know. <laughs> look, I know people who have married who have married into families. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Yeah, he probably would, uh, that was probably part of the attraction. Let's not lie. Yeah, and you know what? Is. Like, you know what? And I think uh, Lee put a very good point out that, like, people can't, you know, split him from his character. And he's just fucking hated just in general. Now, let's take a look at that and let's really analyze that because part of that is becoming the non-wrestler side of Triple H. And we shouldn't be counting that. Well, no, I... I fully. I mean, me. I count that as when well, we I look saying, at. We were saying we were we were counting only the wrestling part. That's why managers. Yeah. So Triple H is part of the authority with Stephanie when he was in the suit badmouthing people. That's that shouldn't be counted because that's well, where Triple he was, H was the authority figure. But he was still wrestling. He won a world off, title too and fought Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. He, I okay. Mean, he, he might still wrestle. That's fair. He had three matches. Um, and that's why I was like, True. I'm not really against it, but we got to keep that in mind. To be fair. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I yeah. I've always definitely just. I mean, I don't know. I've just considered it as a wrestler, but I mean, it, I guess you, it's up to interpretation. I can see that. Um, yeah. But either way, like I said the stuff with Sheik. I don't consider his uh, Mustafa Adnan type stuff. I mentioned it, but it's not really a factor because yeah. he wasn't a wrestler at that point, even though he had a match or two. So, so it's I, I didn't even attribute any of that stuff. It, it wouldn't sway my vote, to be fair. But yeah. So either way, my vote goes to Triple H because when I like I, as I always do when I hold my hands out, ones in one hand, ones the other. Who is the better heel? I think it's it's Triple H over Orton. In my, this is just my opinion. I think Orton is you know good, but it's just missing something. I don't know what. It's I do agree something. with that. There, there is yeah. definitely something missing from Orton. Yes. Yeah. But I, like I said, so, some so one guy's missing something. They gotta get there by default. Yeah. That means he's missing something too. In my opinion, he Could was be. just the only one there. So. All right. So here we go. We are going to the coin. Just flip a coin dot com. That's the that's the the sponsor today. How about that? Oh wow, there's a lot of butts. They on didn't this. pay anything. Let's not give them that credit. I just went to the website and there's butts all over the screen, so everybody's now going to it. Okay. Um There's butts? There's there's like ads for just butts on the screen. Anyway. Those um, are probably targeted ads. Yeah, I got targeted butt ads on the, uh, no <laughs> yeah, doubt. Yeah, we had our social media talk with Bomber before, so it's definitely tailored to his feet. Yep, that's it. Um so <laughs> as always, I'm gonna flip it, Lee. You call it and what what did you vote for, Lee, first of all? So we I voted for Triple H. All right. So if you if it lands on yours, Triple H advances. If you get it wrong, it goes to Orton. So 
Grab, um, grab, it's fixed. I'm we clicking no, it. We have no fate in this. No, it, I've ne- I would never <laughs> cheat. All right, and call it when ready. I'll, I'll hit the stop. This is funny. It's <clears throat> and it is. Heads it is. I swear to God, Big I promise. I, I, I pro- <laughs> Don't worry, Rab. Neither will advance past the next. There are so many times that that coin has always like has landed on the wrong thing. This time is whatever, but. Big surprise. So triple triple H holding Orton down. There you go. Triple H holds Orton down. I, I'm pretty sure like the last one of these we did, I got it wrong like every fucking time. That's so true. let's not That's true. Okay, it's so not, it's not that, it's not, you're not the one fixing it. Bummer is. Oh my god. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm actually in this recording, I recorded OBS and it's recording my screen, so I have actual evidence, so I don't I'm I'm fine with it. So anyway, no, we're, just, we're, just, we're being Yeah, so here we go. Final round, uh final match, round number 1. Brock Lesnar versus Ric Flair. I don't know why, but I really want to hear what Rab has to say here. I don't know why. Something's just something just jumping out. I want to hear what Rab has to say here. So how about what you go guilt, first? Probably. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Ric Flair, Brock Lesnar. Ric Flair is okay. Well, look. Uh, Brock Lesnar is. One of the biggest heels, obviously, of the last what, however many years, twenty years. Though for a lot of it, he wasn't actually wrestling. And I don't even just mean the time he was gone. I mean the time while he's been back. Oh yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I mean he had he Being had a great two years, uh, right off the bat, as just you know the monster that you want to see as a monster heel, uh, just come in wrecking the place. He kind of got over with people in a positive way just because, uh, you know, it was cool to see this just hoss of a man just come and just made of muscles and fuck everyone up. Uh, and then he left uh, on very weird terms, was gone for a while, worked in uh, Japan, came back eventually, uh, and has just been a monster heel since, just stepping on people in a really annoying way. Uh, or a great way, depending on how you look on it. I, I frankly loved his uh, match with John Cena. That first one where oh, yeah. we were all just surprised to see him throw John Cena around for ten minutes. Uh, and the heel work he's done since then. He, I mean, he squashed Kofi the other day, and he's <laughs> he's been a great heel. Uh, but on the other side, it's I mean, it's Ric Flair. Are you kidding? It's Ric Flair. They, they they wanted to kill him in the South for like twenty years. They just wanted they like they actually wanted to kill him. Uh, and I know we're at a point where we've we've moved on, and Ric Flair is just now the coolest person on the planet. Uh, I don't know if you all know who Bad Bunny is, but he was in a Bad Bunny music video not too long. I do and not Bad know Bunny who that is. is. I do Bad not. Bunny is the is current is like the biggest uh, Spanish. Just call it Spanish hip hop, Spanish rap is a reggaeton. Mm. artist in the world right now uh he was he's actually the first latino on the cover of rolling stone last week and like oh. you know since like j-lo or something like 20 years ago uh he's a huge wrestling fan he had rick flair in one of his music. fucking rappers love rick flair. everyone loves rick flair yeah they love him yeah. we're at a point we're just like rappers and rick flair is just cool he's fucking he's cool but you know 20 years ago for the same reasons that he's cool now Rap culture loves the idea of a guy who's limousine riding and stealing a girl and wearing flashy whatever. And want. Yeah. People fucking hated him. You know, they wanted to kill it, it. It's, you know, his work with Dusty and his work just back in the day is 
uh, maybe the best heel work of all time. It, it's it's right there. You said twenty years ago. You mean more like forty? Yeah, let's I'm old. Shut up. Twenty years ago was two thousand. In the two thousands, yeah. Oh, let's God. just qualify that. Oh, ev- evolution. Oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. I just. Yeah, we're, we're no, all in the same hurt, boat. It hurt nope. to say it. But oh, I had to. Oh, 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 oh. Twenty years ago, Flair was becoming the guy. Oh we my belong. God! Twenty years ago, we loved Ric Flair. Oh, oh. That's when it really. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Anyway. Yep. We're all in the same boat. We're doing. Oh, Oh, I have to recover from that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was going to wait, but I, I had to just jump in. I'm sorry. I do actually mean 30, 40 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's call it 25, because we hated him in BC. Uh, but so, yeah, okay. Besides that, I just got hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so does you know, that mean you're going my own mortality? Yes, I'm going with Ric Flair, <laughs> right. despite the great... Oh heel work that Brock uh, the only <laughs> other problem with Brock is that a lot of his great heel work has to do with Paul Heyman uh, no. you know doing the great heel work for him uh, obviously part he, of it yeah. you know, without the right you know Heyman can't put any literally anyone over and make him into Brock Lesnar but Brock Lesnar would not be who he is without without Paul Heyman uh, yeah. Ric Flair is Ric Flair so yeah all right, all right I will go next uh, you made a really good point like Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are like the perfect like combo. Like they tried stuff with Cesaro. Uh, even the Punk was you know a good combo, but it just it's not magic like it is with Lesnar. Lesnar, dude, I fucking almost each year that goes by, I respect Lesnar more and more. And while more and more people hate him, which is funny enough, um, but uh, he is. People that love wrestling so much, he comes off as as everybody would expect. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be there. He just comes in to get the paycheck. That, like, pisses so many. That is such a, whether it's true or not, it could be true or whatever, that's a great heel character. He comes in, nobody can beat him, he beats everybody, and then he leaves and doesn't care. Oh, my God. That, to me, is a great character. I, whether or not it's real, like I said, who knows, but it's a great character, I feel. Um, but way back in the day, he was brutal. His debut was amazing. He came. He was just a monster, an absolute brute force monster that would just punish everybody. Fucking best monster type brute characters I think that there ever has been, uh, and as far as heels and stuff included. So um, Brock Lesnar, absolutely fantastic heel. I think, and as time goes on, I think I like him more and more. Ric Flair. Um, it's a lot of, you know, the, it goes back to the Ted DiBiase. He was, he's the envy. Everybody was envious of him. He, he, he was better than everybody. He had, he had the limousines. He had the woman, he had everything. Um, everybody wanted to be him. The lady, he had a different lady every night, maybe multiple ladies every night. Who knows? Um, he was living that lifestyle. Real deal. Not, not who knows? We know. Yes. Yeah. Several, several ladies a night. Yeah. It was, it was like the uh, Million Dollar Man, but way better. He was the best in this in this bracket. I'm looking around. Not maybe one or two people even come close to Ric Flair on the mic. Um, and I'm not saying like he gets a default win over Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar can't fucking talk. But that helps a shitload when you're coming out, coming over, coming across as a heel character. It's it's a little bit better when you can you know. Talk for yourself. Now, I'm not saying that's a huge disadvantage for Brock, but it's going to definitely give Ric Flair the edge for me, and I'm going to pick Ric Flair as well. 
Um, uh, both of these guys, very well respected, in, in my opinion, as, as a heel character. But I'm going with Flair. Uh, we'll go with Scott. Um, yeah, as much as I, I, I like Brock Lesnar, I feel in a weird way, when people look back on him and his career, he's actually going to kind of be underrated in a way, even though he's oh, so highly praised for stuff. People are going to realize just how good he is. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great heel in the same way that Andre the Giant was in that he's a physical specimen and just being there is intimidating. But Bobby Heenan was the missing piece that really made that work across the board. Could Andre done it himself? Yes. Oh. But Heenan made it work even like infinitely better. That's Heyman. Uh, is, Dude, is that's the a good same comparison. Place. I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Heyman, Heyman is, is that version of this now. Um, the thing to remember with Brock Lesnar, though, as a heel, the real only great heel turn he had or heel time was when he first came in there, even though people were cheering him back in 02. He went heel again against, because uh, he was faced by the end of the year. He was heel again during Angle in 03, and then he left. And then when he came back, and ever since, he's really been cheered as a heel. He had that one brief bit where he was a face against Seth, and a little bit with the Wyatts before one got hurt. But he's been portrayed as a heel the entire time and oh. gets the biggest pops. I don't mean to cut you off here, but I totally forgot. He also ended the streak. That's pretty fucking heelish. Yes. Yeah, I um, forgot about that for a second. So there, there, there's a lot of that in there, but I don't feel any of that compares to Ric Flair as a heel. Even though, let's be honest, you look back at some of that old footage in the, the Mid-South WCW and WA stuff, he's getting some of the biggest cheers too. But when it came down to it in the ring, we need to remember that the, the time the matches came about, People wanted him to lose. And mm. the reason he was like a, a multi-double-digit world champion back in that era before anybody else even came close is because he would lose it and win it back because you paid to see him lose. That was literally his draw as NWA champion was who could beat Ric Flair? Can Hawk do it? Can Garvin do it? Can Morton do it? Can, who can do it? <laughs> can Von Eric do it? It was always that. It was always who's the next face for to take out Flair. That's literally defining an era. And it was him and Hogan. And Hogan was the good guy. So that was why I always went back and forth. And Sting. As beloved. And Sting, yes, absolutely. Sting. Mm. Um, as beloved as Flair was in that weird way, and especially now nostalgia-wise, he was still always, you always rooted to see him lose. People still root to see Lesnar win, even though they hate him when he's around or when he's not around. It's it's a weird dichotomy. Yeah, There's that's no weird, one it? like Brock Lesnar. They, they love when they see him, but they just want to see him more often. We've had that discussion on this podcast for five years now. Um, but as far as for effective as a heel Brock is, nah. <laughs> Ric Flair takes that easily, I feel. Even though Brock Lesnar, honestly, I love him. That, that might be contrary to the point, though. Mm -hmm. um, but as, as a heel, like he's like Vader to me, where he does not need to cheat. And when you look at it, when's the last time Brock Lesnar actually cheated? He doesn't. That's he never true. cheats. That's kind of true. It's great. It's awesome. But it's I don't know. Ric Flair is just he's the dirtiest player in the game. I got to run with that. So all right, uh, Lee. It's got to be Ric Flair. Um, here's the thing: like Brock Lesnar's great. He's the modern day version of the the big monster heel. Like he's the modern Vader, basically in in a sense. Um, but yeah, he's he's not. He's not even as dynamic as Vader when it comes to like matching personality with like in ring and and just uh, being so intimidating and shit. Um, he he loses a few points there, and yeah, Ric Flair did become 
well loved and appreciated as he got older. Like all great heels kind of do that eventually. Um, I mean, even, you know, Brock Lesnar gets cheers when he shows up, you know. Um, but I mean, Flair earned it more by just being a personality. And the thing is with Flair, he can still fucking turn on a dime on you and make you fucking hate him. Like he, he can do that. Like he, he can still turn an audience, uh, it, it, but he just, he likes to lean into being loved, uh, you know, especially the tail end of his career. He loved it. But I mean, if you see some of his, and I wouldn't recommend doing this necessarily, but if you want to watch some of his TNA shit, um, he was booed. People fucking hated him in TNA. Yeah. Uh, and and that was because he he fucking leaned into it uh, and he could still do it. And uh, you got to give him credit for being able, being able to work well into his 60s and still at a fairly high level, even though he was pretty broken down. Um, and he could work with anybody throughout his entire career. He was that good that he could work with anybody and everybody and make them look good, make himself look good make you hate him make you want to see him get beat can't really say that about brock lesnar i'm brock lesnar's a little bit more one-dimensional in a way uh compared to flair so uh, flair gets the nod for me all righty that is a 4-0 sweep rick flair over brock lesnar let's jump right into round number two that might be the most 4-0 sweeps we've ever had in the first round i'm surprised yeah that was quite a few quite a few 4-0 sweeps that, Do you mind? I, 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 we, we kind of do this every now and then. There's people probably going, what about this name? I kind of want to go through really quick and just list our others because I okay. literally during this have been adding names to it on my own. Oh. We, we've we got like triple that we could have had. People are probably wondering, where's The Rock? Where's Stone Cold? Yeah, no, we didn't count him in. Um, the Miz. So if you don't mind, I want to just run through that list. We're not going to talk about him, but. Sure. Yeah, you can name him. Yeah. yeah. So we, we got like The Rock, Stone Cold, Miz. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, Superstar Billy Graham, Andre, Slaughter, HBK, Guerrero, Abdullah, Stan Hansen, Harley Race, Great Muda, the original sheet, uh, Kevin Sullivan, Vader, Nick Bockwinkle. People probably, some of the audience is going, who are these people? It's true. Part of why they're there, they're not, to be fair. That's why they're not on the list. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Koloff, Freddie Blasty, Kane. And then I kept going. I got Adrian Adonis, Scott Steiner. We could probably put Angle and Foley on here. Owen, Terry Funk, the Dudleys, the Freebirds. X-Pac, Heat is a thing. Uh, Gold Dust, Raven, Booker T, even Honky Tonk Man, Horseman, <laughs> Brett, Honky Lawler, Tom. Gorgeous George. Uh, like, there's so many that we could have listed that we didn't. So it's like, like yeah, we get it. We know. Mm-hmm. But there's only so many. And people are like, oh, this would have been the best. Cool. Make Maybe your own the best of the ones that weren't. Or make your own. Make your case in the comments. Go ahead. Let us know. There you but, do your own podcast, our list. Marks. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And if you want to know why the final list is what it is, we did do a Patreon recording as well. We can yep. promote that here also. Just to see who got on there. But my list, starting with Adonis, yeah, none of them were even discussed during our listing. Like, Scott Steiner was a great heel for six months. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's nuts. He's been fun otherwise, but ah, this, they weren't enough to make it. Yeah, so. he's more of a meme now, but yeah, he was he was good. He really he was good is, at one yeah. point. He was pretty good at one. He point. He was great in that one segment, which isn't enough, obviously not enough to make it on an all time list. Yep. That's the criteria we went with. So yeah. All right, so round number two, we're starting it off. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Ravishing Rick Rude. A lot of R's in here, guys. A lot of R's in this uh, this matchup. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, these guys, as I kind of said earlier in the first round, they are almost, to me, very similar um, as far as they were just pricks. One one was Rick Rude had more of a gimmick to him 
He was more of a, you know, uh, steal your woman type deal. Rowdy Roddy was more of just, I'm an asshole and I don't care. And screw you, stop me. You know, that, that, that was his character. It was more of a abrasive type character as opposed to more of a gimmicky type character as rude. Um, I'm going to have to give the edge kind of like with, with Ric Flair and Brock. I think being a better, uh, a better Mike guy is going to give the edge to Piper for me. Um, Rude was, I guess, okay, but I really don't remember too many great Rick Rude promos or great Rick Rude segments. It was a lot of just his, just his ring work and his 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 poses and uh, the the glistening abs and all that gloriousness. Um, I'm gonna go with Ro- uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper here. I think he is of the two similar type characters. I think he is. Uh, um, get, get, takes the edge as far as like assholes. I know that they were different characters, but it's more of an asshole type uh, bad guy. Um, so I'm go- oh, I just advanced them. That's my fault. That was I meant one. There we go. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, let's go with Rab. Rab, who are you going with? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the hot rod as well. He just you know we've already gone through all the guys, so I don't need to explain their lives. But uh, yeah, uh, hot rod was just better. Mm-hmm. He's just better at it. Okay, that's two for Piper. Uh, let's go with Lee. Okay, this is a little tough because I love both guys um, for what they do. It's it's weird. I don't think I don't necessarily think overall, like career wise, Rude is the better overall. But there's no way I could ever get behind Rick Rude. Um, Roddy Piper. There's a little bit of him that I want to like, no even if he's being like just his biggest dirtbag piece of shit heel. There's a bit of him that makes me go, yeah, I kind of like him, even though he's doing this shitty stuff. Rick is it because you watched They Live? <laughs> no, this is even before They Live. Um, but fucking, but fucking Rick Rude. Okay. There's no way I could ever get behind that guy. Like he's he's just a piece of shit, and there's nothing redeemable about him. So I'm going to go for Rude. Okay, that is two for Piper, one for Rude. Scott? Uh, well, Piper was the ultimate prick who would talk you into hating him and wanting to see, like, very much like Flair in a way, of, like, who's going to be able to beat him, who can take him out, who can do it. But Rick Rude was the kind of guy who would talk about basically fucking your wife and making <laughs> you watch and making <laughs> you feel bad for letting it happen and gloating about it while he did it yeah he basically cut um, you yeah yeah i i gotta go with rude it's funny how you only remember okay. the in-ring work i more remember the the promos beforehand uh and literally looking at women and saying i'm gonna basically i'm gonna take you away from the man that's next to you like that's how he would start matches it yeah. was fantastic so I'm, i've got to go with rude on that one okay so if you're keeping track at home that is a tie that means we bring out the coin just flip oh the butts are still there just flip a coin.com. Um, I'm going to start flipping it. Uh, Lee, you picked Rude. So if you get it right, Rude will advance. If you get it wrong, uh, Piper will advance. I am clicking it. You can call it when you're ready. All right. Tails, pal. Tails it is. Because that's what Rude wants. There that's it is. Right. Rick Rude advances. Rick Rude advances. It was Tails. Okay. See, I, I don't see the butts. You don't see the oh oh I guess you're, you know what it must be well, targeted. Ads are then. tailored too, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, honestly, yeah. I'll be honest, I wouldn't have had a problem if Piper happened to advance on that one. But 
No, th- like those guys are to me very similar. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Same, yeah. same here. Okay. It's a miscarriage of justice. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in this match. Okay. CM Punk versus the Macho Man. Uh, let's go with Scott first on this one. Hey, the start one. Um, yeah. Macho Man and Punk. Uh, oh, th- this one's tough. Um, th- this is literally a case of two beloved champions turning heel during their reign. <laughs> These guys both did that. Like their year-long reign, both guys turned heel during it. So it's kind of an interesting comparison of what they were and how they did it. Um, I probably will lean toward Macho Man just based on the fact that I feel his heel work was stronger than Punk, even though Punk's was very strong. Let's not discount that. But I just feel Macho Man... I just remember hating Macho Man more than I hated Punk when they were heels. So personal history and remembering, I felt he was a better heel because I hated him more during his era than I hated Punk during his era. So. That's perfectly acceptable. Uh, I will go next. Um, I believe Punk is you more. Can fly? Uh, uh, what? I said you can fly. Oh yeah, I believe I can fly. I believe like we talked about Piper and Rude, and you know their their character was like they were a dick. I don't know necessarily how much of that they were a dick, but CM Punk, I kind of believe he actually <laughs> was a dick. That's sure. And what, and that is heel work in the ring. That's what the point is, right? Yeah, and that I mean, I'm saying that's good. that's a plus. That's that's good. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that's bad at all. Uh, that's that's good. I'm just laughing that that's why you're determining it. Yeah. Um but man, Macho Man, now that the information's kind of coming out over the years, we know that he was a dick to Miss Elizabeth. I mean, I don't think he was I don't think it's ever come out that he was like really going to hit her or anything, but you know, he was we all know the story how he, you know, sheltered her and all that kind of stuff, but so both of these guys, I feel, were kind of real life heels, um, which is interesting. I just want to point that out. I, I don't. Uh, I Can I just ask, is that swaying your vote? It, it, it's kind of not. It's it, I have okay, a hard time good, picking this. Good. I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time picking this because I honestly think that Macho. I I disliked Macho Man more as far as his character being a bad guy. Then Punk's I'm straight edge, I'm better than you. The whole mm-hmm. Macho Man's, the whole against Hogan and all of that, that whole run, everything he does with Elizabeth, I keep going back to that because to me that was his best heel stuff. Um, oh, this is tough. This is tough for me. Um, Just do what's right and pick Punk. <laughs> I, I honestly like I didn't well, anticipate just did so you can put that point down. I don't anticipate I didn't I did not anticipate this being tough I was like oh this is gonna be Macho Man no problem but the more I think about it like for real the harder I I'm gonna go Macho Man I, at the end of the day like I said I was holding two out which one do I think is the better heel and I think Macho Man was a better heel over Punk uh, so I, I, I think he was he was more disliked and more disdained for what he did uh, than Punk just, I'm better than you with straight edge kind of stuff. So I'm going with Macho Man. I'm going with Macho Man. Um, we'll go with Rab since we kind of already got yours. Rab? Hello? Oh. You, 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 don't, you don't know me. What you just kind of said is what I said. <laughs> I didn't say I know well, I was, you. I was messing with you. Oh. You know? And maybe I was throwing a little, little uh, misdirection. Oh, you were trying to sway me just to sway yeah. me, huh? Throwing a little yeah, misdirection. Maybe I was throwing a little misdirection in. 
Okay. Heel turn by Randy. I mean, first off, I famously love the Macho Man Randy Savage. I wore a Macho Man Randy Savage Christmas sweater, you know, back when we had offices. Uh, mm-hmm. I He's one of the only two wrestlers I ever, I ever dressed as for Halloween when I was a kid. Oh, uh, these are going against his heel stuff, I feel. Oh, wait. Uh, I've got a little Macho Man Randy Savage Funko Pop here next to me. It's in my hand now. Oh. Actually, I also have a, a, a Roddy Piper one. They're next to each other. <laughs> there you go. And obviously his heel work is, you know, the all-time is. But, 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 but. Yeah. yeah, okay, I wasn't throwing any misdirection. I truly believe that CM Punk's heel work in the indies before he went to WWE, his stuff in ROH, his stuff once he won the t- the summer of Punk in ROH before he left mm-hmm. for WWE is some of the best heel work I've ever seen in my life. I've seen because a lot of that, he, and it was great. I when he won the title, he was a face. When he signed the the contract with WWE, they cheered him and congratulated him. And then he became such a prick for the next month and a half, or two months, that by the end of it, they hated his fucking guts. When he came out to Cult of Personality for the first time. When he told them how much better he was than them for, for that time. This guy that they had loved for a few years. And these fuck, these are fucking cultists. These <laughs> ROH people are cultists. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They are though. Okay, okay. Well, back in the day. Not so much now because ROH is basically. But True. back in the day. You, you, know how, you know how indie people are. I do about indeed. About their fucking thing. They're I'm, cultists. I'm one of them, yeah. And he managed to turn, he managed to get them to turn on him like that. And then the work he did when he turned, uh, the work he did uh, when he t- stole the title, that turn he did when he stole the title from Jeff Hardy. The stuff he did with the Strayed Society. I really believe it's some of the best work in the last 20 years. And I, we're talking about actual 20 years. I'm not that old. Yeah. Uh, it's actually 20 years this time. Okay. Uh, so hmm. I am still going to go with CM Punk. I know this, we're probably saying goodbye to him, which is why I'm saying so much. No, you're yeah. fine. You never him. know. Uh, but yeah, my vote goes for CM Punk, uh, as predicted, as expected, as I said from before. No, uh, you made a lot of very good very good uh, arguments there. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's go. is amazing, though, so I'm not going to fret. Well, yeah, of course, all of these guys are pretty good. All right, so no, Triple H sucks. Okay, okay, everybody's good, but Triple H and Randy Orton, who <laughs> apparently shouldn't have been on the list. <laughs> we should have had Kevin Sullivan and Kane or somebody. Uh, anyway, uh, Lee, uh, CM Punk or the Macho Man? Oh yeah. So here's the thing you don't understand about the Macho Man Randy Savage. All right. I'm a little misunderstood, okay? I had to keep Miss Elizabeth under lock and key because she was a brazen hussy, yeah. Oh if she's out of control, I'd have to slap her more. So you should be thanking me that I... You know what? Him. He's convinced me. I think that's great face work. Oh, God. <laughs> but here's the thing. No one cares what a bunch of ROH cultists think 
or believe or love, especially when it comes to some loser who didn't even do drugs. Yeah, the macho man goes through because <laughs> drugs go through. Yeah. God damn it. Okay. The Macho Man goes through because drugs go through. That is the quote of the episode right there. All right, so that is going to be three for the Macho Man, one for CM Punk. CM Punk does fall. Round number two to the Macho Man, Randy Savage. All right, on the right side of the bracket, we have Hulk Hogan versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, Can I go first? Yes, yes, you can. Rap. I've been off first in a while, but I'm going to be really quick. Go for it. Uh, I still have the problem with Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Uh, that he, you know, obviously the heel turn is one of the greatest and most infamous or most famous or however you want to, era defining heel turns of all time, ever. Um, but. I still think he made himself too cool. I think Scott made a lot of good points, you know, about when he was separated from the NWO, they did want to see him lose and they did boo him. I mean, that's a really good point. But I still think there was still too much cool factor, too much buying his merch, too much, you know, buying his action figures and buying the NWO. They used to sell the NWO title, sell the title with the NWO spray painted on front of it so you could do the air guitar as if you were Hulk Hogan. Uh, and that's still too much. On the other side, Jake was just the heel. The scary one. I mean, I, I and maybe this is more more nostalgia stuff because I just I was just so I was so fucking scared of the guy growing up, you mm-hmm. know? With the fucking snake and shit. So yeah, I gotta go with Jake Roberts. Okay. Uh that's one for Jake Roberts. Uh I'll jump in. Um I, I'm a little skewed on this one. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid, like I said earlier, Jake the Snake was my favorite wrestler. So I you feel... Ne- you never lie. There, ever. You, say you, never, you always say you're not going to lie. I'm, I'm not. I'm, you're I a never, straight shooter, my friend. And I never will. So, uh, having said that, um, I feel like I'm a little skewed towards liking Jake Roberts as like just a, like a fan favorite because I was. So I feel like... Though I, I, I do think his heel work was better than Jericho's, I don't I I strongly disliked Hogan during that time. He was I was one if I, I didn't go to the shows, but if I, I would have threw shit in the end of the ring because they always came out. They always fucked over Snake. They always fucked over everybody. NWO always fucked over everybody. Yes, they had the cool, they came in, they came in all together as a pack, they did their cool stuff, but they still pissed you off. They always cut off the guy. You talk about burying people. Like that time, they were like doing that. And yes, it, they got away with it because it was more cool. But they still were doing that. They buried everybody, like the the cruiserweights, all those guys. Jericho couldn't. No pe- people couldn't get over during that time. People fucking. I hated it. I I hated Hogan. I hated the NWO. Yes, it was cool. But at the end of the day, I think it was still better heel stuff than what Jake Roberts did. Now, who cuts a better promo? I'll go with Jake Roberts over Hogan every day. Even though Hogan is known for his crazy promos, I still love Jake's work with that. But when it comes to who who do I hate more? I'm going to go with Hogan solely based off his Hollywood Hogan stuff because I am not familiar with the, you know, the, what you guys are talking about before WW, like WWF stuff. Um, I, it just, to me, fantastic heel, fantastic heel, revolutionary heel, I think. Um, and that says a lot for a guy that was one of the top faces, but 
it could be a little bit that I'm jaded that I like Jake Roberts so much. So we'll see how the numbers shake out. But I'm going to go with Hogan. So that's one Hogan, one Jake Roberts. <clears throat> Scott? Um, I, I, I find it funny because a lot of the reason you picked Hogan is because of NWO, not Hogan. And also because of the claim that NWO kept people down, which again is not what we're basing it on. We're basing it on their heel work in the ring and on camera. Yeah, they always screw people over. That's what I'm saying. Like at the end of oh, the show, I thought you meant like backstage, because I mean, oh they, they, no, no, I don't. I thought believe, that's what you were basing it on. No, I don't Sorry. think that that was the case at all. I, they the at the in the actual shows, they would always screw over everybody. Gotcha. In, okay. in the night, um, beating them down. Yeah. Okay, but that's mm, that's more NWO than Hogan. True, but I always Which saw him as the face of the company of not the company, the uh, f- faction, but like yes. the mastermind behind it. Okay, yeah. that's it's it's funny because I, I as far as for like I, I picture him, not what he did as the leader, but just him as the heel mm-hmm. and what he did as the heel. Yeah. Did he have others do that stuff? Sure. Again, that kind of goes more toward managerial in a way. Like I don't care. Hey, I mean, me, you know, me, me, and me and Bomber are basically making two sides of the same argument. We are tying it, him to the NWO. Yeah, oh, I hundred percent do tie him to the NWO. Mm-hmm. When I think of NWO, I think of three dudes. As many people that were in there, I think of three fucking dudes. And he is Lex the, the Luger. God damn it! Sting. <laughs> yes, yes, the original, the original three, and yes, he is the front. He is the main guy of that. So yeah. while I but do, I, while I do tie that in, I hundred percent do. I still funny, picture that all as him. The cruiserweights and all that—that that was like Hall and Nash beating up Mysterio. Hogan wasn't a part of that. That's how I'm like. I don't count Hogan toward that. That's not part of Hogan's heel work. It just—that's me. That's sure, that's how I'm sure. looking. So yes. that's where I'm coming at it. Just no to, problem to at all. Yep. No Hogan problem. was the guy who was talking down stuff, going on Jay Leno, promoting matches, doing this stuff, being a complete dickbag to everybody. And his direct stuff still stands that. That's what I mean. Like, I'm not counting the NWO shenanigans as well, because I just don't count that. Um, What they accomplished, more what he did. But Jake Roberts, I really feel, was stronger in that sense. Um, Because this, again, goes back to the part. Even Hogan, yeah, he got booed a lot, but he was still likable in that sense. Jake Roberts was kind of cool too, but he was this that had this much more sinister about it. There was nothing likable about it when he was a bad guy. Yeah, it was cool to see a snake. Yeah, I feel like snakes neat, but that's <laughs> not reflective of how much you hated Jake Roberts. And I'm going with Jake the Snake on that because um, this is more consistency and durability to him as a heel. And the fact that yeah, Hogan's heel turn was so strong that they referenced it in the Firefly Funhouse a month ago is kind of the point of how good that was, but Jake Roberts is still a heel today and he's a legend and he still gets over as a bad guy. Yeah, he's better at it. So I'm going with Jake the snake. All right. That is two for Jake, one for Hogan Lee. Uh, As much as I do appreciate Hogan's heel work, uh, especially with the NWO stuff, he was kind of riding the coattails of the NWO at the same time. And he really had to work hard to get his heel shit over. Like, he actually had to put some effort into it, which which I appreciate. Jake the Snake never had to put any fucking effort in. Honestly, his entire career was a tale of not putting as much effort into (laughs) shit as he should have. uh, Because he was much more interested in putting uh, stuff up his nose. Um, So, yeah, Jake the Snake is just the natural slime bag heel. And... Just think of how great he would have been. Like he, he could, 
he might win this entire thing, but he could have been just like even more of a shoe in if he had actually put any fucking effort into his career. Um, because he's that goddamn good and he's just way better than Hogan. He just, it's natural for him. So, you know what? That is a super good point. If he would have like stuck with it, dude, I don't know if anybody would have been able to touch him on this, but, uh, okay. Either way though, that's going to be three for Jake Roberts. One for Hogan. Jake Roberts will advance. All right, last match in round number two. I have a feeling this is going to be a quick one. Uh, we got Ric Flair <laughs> versus Triple H. Um, I'll go first since I seem to be the only person that uh, that likes Triple H. Um, and I, I, as much as I do like Triple H, and I think that he actually, I, I, I do like his heel work. Like I liked his his reign of terror a little bit in 2003, like admittedly. Um, uh, I just, I just liked him. Oh, this is going to sound bad. I shouldn't say that. Um, say it. I, I liked him. No, I can't say it. I can't say it. I'm going to, people are going to hate me for the rest of my life. Everyone hates no, already. That's it's true. Fun. They do already. I liked him when he like held people down. I don't, I'm sorry. I, I okay, like talking character. Yes. Let's I, clarify that because people are going to lose their shit. You're not talking about the behind the scenes ish stuff. Yes. I liked how his character he, was holding him down for a year. Yes. That's I liked how he weighed lace to everybody. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I think this you is like prob- long title reigns. That's a big, I do it. indeed. But this may be also because triple H is my number one wrestler of all time. And I know this is about heel Whoa! stuff. Whoa. Well, I've already said that? that. I've said that for like, ever. No, I know, but I say yeah. that's always been my thing, but I think that was good heel work. He was hated. Yes, people, you know, have different reasons for hating him during that time, but he was legitimate, legitimately despised during that time. And I think he had no problem owning that up and going with it because I know I that's just the way he is. So uh, say what you will about, you know, <laughs> what type of heat it was. I To me, if you're fucking booed and hated, you're doing your job. I, that's just, that, Everybody has their own opinion. That's mine. And I can think he's going to next so that I can say my opinion. Sure. Oh, I, I, I want to do too, but yeah. Having know. said all of that, because I know everybody right now, everybody listening is like, you son of a bitch. Triple no, H sucks. I guarantee, no, I guarantee there's people who agree with you. hundred um, percent. There's probably some people will. Yes, yeah. There's yes. probably some, but um, having said that he still doesn't hold a candle to Ric Flair. He triple H is a, you know, triple H would have, would have fallen to Brock Lesnar for me as well, as much as I love Triple H. Brock Lesnar is such a better heel, <clears throat> despised character. As bad as people hated Triple H, I still think that he would have fallen to Brock Lesnar. And indeed, he's going to fall to Ric Flair for me as well. Ric Flair, we've already talked about a lot of the stuff, but uh, we'll talk about it the next round because he's going to sweep here, I feel. But... I'm going. I'm going. Ric Flair over Triple H. I just wanted to get my little two cents in that I actually think that his work as a heel during that time was good. Now you can shit on me, uh, Rab. You wanted to go first. No, no, I'm gonna shit, shit on you. On you. I, oh, okay. I, I, I talk. Okay, okay. okay. Rab, you won't you. shit on me. So let's. What do you got to say? Um, if you are an effective heel. It means people hate you regardless of the reason people hate you, and that makes you an effective heel. Yes. People uh, wanted him to lose. Terrible argument. People wanted him to no people wanted him to you talk about who wants he to was, lose. No, no, no. He was such a he was such a bad heel that he brought that whole era down and people stopped watching wrestling. I, I just there wasn't that much that people stopped watching wrestling. 
I don't think that wasn't his fault. There, there wasn't it much. Was, I think it was a big part of it. Okay. The, okay. the, the, the era was so unenjoyable to watch that people stopped watching, and he was the main point of the entire show for three years. He caused people to stop watching wrestling. Okay. That is not the job. Okay. The job is not to get people to not patronize your establishment. Okay. And that is why I think that argument is bad. Um, now, I've got to follow up on that. Yeah. <laughs> you, now you can make, you know you can say that's not what actually happened. I yeah I disagree with that statement. And, and yes. valid, but my point is the answer is not just if people hate watching you, then that means you're doing your job right because it's not. There is tons of examples, and I believe this to be one of them. That people hate it so much they just don't want to fucking deal with it. So that's just what I think on that. I've already said about Triple H. Okay. Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. He he's just he's he's Rick fucking Flair. But is he so the yeah, greatest heel of all time? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. That's what stay I'm tuned. Yeah. Okay. Stay fucking tuned. So you're picking Ric Flair then is basically what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Well, I actually I just didn't wanted say to it. I just wanted to confirm before I I did say it. I did say okay. It. All right. Uh Scott. Uh what I was going to kind of add on to what Rab was saying is yeah, the viewership did go down. It went down in 92 when Brett was champ. It went down in 95 when Sean was champ. It did go down in 03 when Triple H. It's gone down different eras for different things. But when you keep in mind what was happening during that, yeah, the people who were still there and who were still watching were booing him. So he was effective to the audience they had. Did he lose the audience? Yeah, sure. And part of what I feel from that is that instead of back in Flair's era, where it was you want to see who can take out Triple H, the modern audience didn't like that as much, and they stopped caring to see who could stop Triple H because nobody was stopping Triple H. And they, it, got, exactly. it got that attitude of, why should I bother? It's not going to happen. And that happened to Hogan back in the WCW time frame, where people stopped care- paying attention even though they were on top. It was like, why bother tuning in? It's not going to matter. Hogan's going to win. It's LOL, Roman wins. It, it is uh, another version of that. So the, the the whole part there is he was still effective because they were booing him. And yeah, it's the whole Corbin, Xbox, whatever argument. But as far as for what was happening, the entirety of that reign of terror from Triple H was literally him wanting to do a version of Ric Flair back in the day. It was just his modern version of it. He had the Harley Race haircut and mutton chops even for it. He was modeling the entirety of that gimmick and persona with the suits and the belt and everything on Ric Flair back 30, 40 years ago. Evolution, baby. So it was a copy of Ric Flair, meaning Ric Flair was better at it because he didn't do it as well because he did lose. Oh, I agree. Out overall. So Flair easily in that regard. Triple H's number one thing was a copy of Ric Flair's Natural. So, Flair, all day, every day. Okay. Those theme songs, though, right? Well, what? the theme songs were better, yes. The oh, songs yeah. Were better in oh, Evolution was fucking though. great. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. Okay, so, uh, Lee. Is that a... Is that a vote for Triple H? Is that a pedigree sound? That's a pedigree sound. No, that's that's not the, that's not one of his theme songs with the dying seagulls or whatever the fuck. That that is the Nature Boy Ric Flair right there. Slow woo. 
Slow woo. Okay. That's okay. Um, Which yeah. Charlotte still somehow can't do, I've noticed. She's, she's bad at No, woo. she can't. She's actually real bad at it. She's yeah. never figured out how to woo properly. Yeah. And oh, yeah, we have no women on here, but oh, well. That's because yeah. they removed her voice box. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. So we have got to the... Oh, I, uh, so Ric Flair sweeps 4-0 over Triple H. We have now That's got... two sweeps in a row for him. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, we have got to the <sighs> semifinals. Final four here. Rick Rude and Macho Man are facing off here. Round number three. Um, Lee, how about you start us off here? Oh, yeah. Listen up, Rick Rude. You had some colorful tights. I won't deny it. Yeah. You had some sexy ladies on your ass cheeks. Yeah. The macho man had his ass cheeks on a lot of sexy ladies. Yeah. Including Miss Elizabeth. And if she didn't like it, I'd slap her. Yeah. I abused more women than you ever made wet in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Macho Man is still the greatest deal of all time. Yeah, you can shake your ass. I'm going to shake it all the way to the bank, baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming that's one for the Macho Man. Um, Dig it. All right. Uh, uh, Scott, how about you go for next? Uh, this one's harder than I thought it would be. It's like, okay. Because Macho Man... I, I keep looking at Macho Man's opponents, and it's like, hey, he was more consistent of a heel than the others, I felt. But now we've got Rude, and I'm like, he wasn't more consistent as a heel, though, because Rude was, like, people talk about Steamboat as a lifelong face. Rude was a lifelong heel, so, mm-hmm. huh. Hmm. Um, and I'm sitting there going, did they ever face each other? I'm kind of wondering that now, too. Um, I'm sure somewhere. Right? I would think. The same era, but... Um, Rude, I feel like Macho Man really got more during that era. And this is a bit of an easier comparison because they were from the similar era, at least during a lot of their heyday. And they were absolutely both hated. But Macho Man, I mean, he was hated at a world title level and Rude was more intercontinental. So I'll just go Macho Man because he made more of it. Oh, that's that's I kind of want Rude, but Macho Man just did more. As a heel, I feel, which means he was better at it. Uh, I'm going Macho Man. I, I googled Randy Savage versus Rick Rude and stuff from Memphis in 1983 has popped up. So, Jeez, so okay. at some point they did at least. So there you go. Um, all right, Rab, I'll let you go next. I'll go last. Sorry, I was muted. Yep. Uh, You're good. Yep. So uh, I will go with the Macho Man Randy Savage. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, I just don't have very much. Uh, I mean, I know Rick Root is good. I've, I've said it a bit on this. I know he's good. I know who you know. I know his history. I've seen some of his stuff, but I don't have the same connection to Rick Root. So I mean, it's it's a little unfair to him just because I'm my age and saw the things I saw. But uh, yeah, gotta go with Macho Man. All right, that's three for Macho Man. Uh, Rick Root. I would have had a harder a time picking this match if Roddy Piper would have advanced. I feel I still feel like he's a little bit better than Rude as far as a heel character, but I don't know. Rude, Rude had more to him for a heel than Randy Orton did, but I still feel he's like missing something. I, I don't I don't know what it is. He he just miss he's missing a little something here. Macho Man, I, I'm going him as well. Uh, he was just way more despised in a way, way more higher level. Kind of just what Scott just said, as far as, you know, world title picture. Um, I don't know. It just as far as a higher scale heel, I think Macho Man is just 
stands up over uh, Rick Rude there. Now, if it was Piper, I don't even know. I would have had to, you know, that would have been tough. But uh, but I'm going with Macho Man here. So that is a 4-0 sweep for the Macho Man over Ravishing Rick Rude. For the record, I think I would have picked Macho Man over Piper easier. Okay. Well, yeah, you picked uh, Rude over Piper, though. So I, I, Yeah, I but even still, I, I have no problem with piper even making it to this far or rude like it's all all it, it, of them were good. The tough side yeah yeah all of them were good um so the other semi-final match jake the snake roberts versus rick flair um let's go with scott first on this one wow okay um again really kind of similar in, in in some ways because jake was the the consummate heel when he was let's get that clear because he was actually beloved for a while too um but when he was the heel it was just dastardly and vile meanwhile flair was the i'm better than you and you know it and you love it and that's part of it because his whole heel shtick was i'm better than you so when people said yeah you are he's like yeah i am and it worked out kind of like a face in a way so uh, i'm actually gonna go with jake the snake here just for the virtue of how it was just more sinister, more vile than Flair ever was. Flair was always the cocky style. The I'm going to beat you. The, you can't beat me. I'm good enough and I'll cheat when I have to. Perfect heel stuff. But Jake was just sinister and there was a bit more involved in that, I felt. So mm-hmm. I'll go with Jake. That's a, that's a good point. I guess it really kind of comes down to what you value more as like a heel. Sinister is pretty, it, it definitely up there. Definitely. It's also there. very hard to do right. Yeah. Yeah, effective, like I guess and, too. But yeah. No, no joke. It's hard to also be the cocky. Every like you see how many wrestlers come out there to be like in a suit, and they're like, "I'm the best," and it's like, "Yeah, you're full of shit." Yes. you can't own that. You can't live that life. Yeah, and but Ric Flair, Flair fucking did, like, yes. Yeah, and, but team. you never. But even if you didn't know about the backstage stuff, you believed it when he was on camera. That's the point of it. Yep. He also believed it when Jake the Snake was talking, like up close to the camera, giving you chills up your spine. It's like, oh fuck. Yeah, like it, that. Uh, so yeah, I, I go with Jake on. That. All right, so so I'm I'm going here. Um, oh, I know I had a hard time with Hogan and Jake, and I went with Hogan because I kind of uh, I I just I I like Jake so much. It, I'm I'm actually kind of jaded on this one, and I hate it that I am. That I'm just I just see him as a uh, such a favorite character of mine that it's hard for me to picture him as anything more than like somebody I really like, and I hate that. Um, but I'm going Ric Flair. I, 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 and, and that's probably a big part of it, which I really hate. I, I, I want this to be as, you know, as objective as possible and as straight down the middle, but I have a, I, I there, I see myself hating Ric Flair way more than Jake, the snake Roberts, because I just liked him so fucking much. Um, the dirtiest, literally he's known, as you said earlier, the dirtiest player in the game. And that has that speaks fucking volumes right there. And nobody has really topped that. Nobody has topped that. He would always cheat. He'd roll up the tights. He'd grab onto the rope. He was the, he didn't necessarily, wasn't like, you know, you, the, the biggest, like, I guess, scary bad guy, of course, but you fucking hated him because he cheated. He actually cheated. He played the, the heel to a T and I'm going, I'm going with uh Ric Flair. Uh, let's go with uh, Lee here. Yeah, this is probably the it's it's the hardest one because these two are so close in some ways, where where their their strengths are you know kind of like evenly matched even if they're different strengths. 
like Jake the Snake is one of the most just vilest, sinister, sickest fucking freaks in the world, and he's also a really good heel. Um, God damn it. There it is. It's uh, but Rick, Fl- this this is where, uh, like I was talking about with the previous uh, round, um, where Jake the Snake not living up to his full potential hurts him. I feel like Ric Flair lived up to his potential and way more. Like he just knocked it out of the park to the point where no one can really fucking touch him on what he did as a heel. Um, and so, yeah, I just got to give the, the edge to, to Ric Flair, even though, you know, Jake the Snake is very effective as a, as a piece of shit. And, uh, but Ric Flair is too, but just in a different way. And Ric Flair just was always giving like a hundred percent. And I think that's where it counts when we're getting this close down to the, to the finals. So I'm going to have to go over Ric Flair. All right. That's two for Ric Flair. One for Roberts. Rab, final say here. I mean, I've really talked about how scared and terrified I was of Jake Roberts growing up, uh, with the snake and, uh, it, it actually caused a real problem with snakes. For... Really? Oh, uh, I have to say. A real problem with snakes. Okay. Uh, I didn't I didn't find it nearly as cool as you did, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of it was just I was young and my name was Jake and his name was Jake. That's probably part of it. To be fair, I, when I was young, I liked every... So, yeah. you know, did, did, I understand. Have I told you the story about when I got lost as a kid in Ohio Walmart? No, tell the story now. I it's super quick. I got uh, my family. My mom's side of the family is from Walmart. I, God damn it, <laughs> from Ohio. <laughs> your, your family's from Walmart. Yes, I mean, we we are part of the. It. Yes, we are part the of the f- Walmart family. Um, we are very rich. No, uh, we we went to a Walmart and I got lost. As I have no idea how old I was. I was super young, um, and some lady found me completely lost in Walmart, wandering around, and among your people. Yes, among my people, my, my brethren. And they took me to the front where, you know, you say the names over the speaker. Like, so-and-so uh, party, uh, you know, Jake is here. I told the lady my name was Jake the Snake because that's how much I love Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> so literally they said, uh, my mom's name's Nancy and my dad's name's Kevin. They're like, Nancy and Kevin, uh, Jake the Snake is up front looking for you. I swear to God, when I was young, I swear to God. That's how much I love fucking Jake the Snake back then. I told them that my name was Jake the Snake. But uh but yeah, so anyway, fun little story, but there you go. It is a fun story. Yep. Till your dad beat you afterwards. Yeah. In Walmart. There it was. And then just took me right out back and just belted me. Anyway, go for it. So yeah. Um But even through that, I mean I gotta go Ric Flair. It's 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 Ric Flair. And uh it's Ric Flair. I mean, we've spoken ad nauseum, so, yeah. Okay. So that is going to be three for Ric Flair, one for Jake Roberts, meaning Ric Flair advances to the finals. And I feel bad for costing Ric Flair his sweep because my argument for the other one was a main event level heel versus a non, and that's literally Flair over Roberts, but, ah. <laughs> but, I mean, I can totally see that, though, with Jake. I can totally, yeah. He, yeah. Um, so here it is, the final matchup. Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ric Flair, who was the best heel in the business. Now, as I always do, I will ask, does anyone want to go first? Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, there you go. I was about to say, if nobody yeah, will, I, I think will. I went, okay. 
I think I went first once there this go. entire well, time. So go for, I'll, go I'll go first here. Go for it again. Good to see that that train is continued. Yep. Um, uh, WrestleMania eight. Okay. Um, it's it's weird because this I don't want to bring in I knew WWF more than I knew WCW and WA stuff because I definitely have done my research since and learned a lot about it. But I remember hating more about Flair just by virtue of what I heard versus what I actually knew from Savage. Um, when I finally saw the stuff of Flair as a heel, it was while they were celebrating him. So it was a weird context. Um, but I could definitely tell during that era, Flair was like, he, he, he was the shit. He's, he's what he is for a reason. But to me, Macho Man will just always be both one of the most beloved and hated. There's a couple guys like that, and he's absolutely one of them. And I'm going to give my vote to Savage. And again, I hate to say it's because I was through the air and I saw it, but when Flair came into the WWF as a heel, as the real world champion, it almost didn't work for me. It was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, it, it didn't sell the way it should have. So to me, that failed. Is that fair to him? No, but uh, it just didn't work as well. So I go Macho Man. Okay. That is one for Macho Man. Um... Rab, how about you go next? You're muted. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> God. Okay. Finals. Uh, what I was saying was what I was saying to nobody was that this is this is super super fucking hard. These mm. are two. I mean, these are two of the biggest names ever. Mm. Uh, both known as heels for a long time, but Macho Man would go back and forth more than Flair did. Flair was for a long, 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 long time the number one heel. Uh, and even when they coexisted, I think Ric Flair was more the number one heel Macho Man was. Uh, and for that reason, I mean, I, these these are just two of my favorite just all-time wrestlers, and I've seen a lot of both their things. You know, if we talk about the old stuff, the stuff that predated me that I have seen and have deep-dived into, these are these are probably the two guys that I've seen most. Uh, which, and they, they both have gotten my votes across. Hmm. Um, and they both, uh, you know, are two wrestlers that mean a lot to me as far as favorite. But if we're talking about just heel work. I mean, I think it's hard to to touch Ric Flair, and you know, for so I'm going to go with Flair. All right, <clears throat> well, that is one for Macho Man, one for Ric Flair. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I think when you look at this list, uh, um, I think the Macho Man is the best face on this list. I know that sounds weird to talk, bring this up, but. I have always, as much as I think he is a great fucking heel, I think Macho Man is a better face than heel. That's just the, my of opinion. The, of the whole list? Of this list. Okay, Hogan Hulk maybe. Hogan's on this list. Okay, Hogan maybe. <laughs> yes, okay. Maybe number two then. Maybe number Sorry, two. Sorry, I'm just like, wait. Okay. I, I don't know. Though. I'm still, I mean, Hogan was great, but for me personally, I, I've still, okay. I've, I've always liked Macho Man better than Hogan. But, I, I okay. like Macho as a face right. better too. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, but that's, see... I know that sounds weird bringing that up, but I feel like in this final round, 
that does hold some weight. I, as good as a heel that Macho Man is, I don't feel that way. I don't feel, you know what, Ric Flair is a pretty... I mean, Ric Flair, you know, he's done good face stuff, but it, it's not even close. To when, when you think, okay, who's the better face or heel? I think it's still Ric Flair. I, I think Macho Man would be the better face for sure, by far. And I think Ric Flair has the slight edge over Macho Man. Macho Man is to me is more liked or was more liked during that time than Ric Flair was. When when Macho Man was a heel, sure, people hated him. He fucking fucked with Miss Elizabeth. That was shitty. That was. But man, Ric Flair. Talk he he is the the epitome of you're envious of that person. You want that lifestyle. You want that. I mean, it's two different styles. You obviously don't want Macho Man's, you know, beating his wife or you threaten his wife lifestyle, but you're so envious. You don't know of me. Be for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Some of you might, okay? Some of you some of you might. Um, but I'm just going to go, I think, when I hold my hands out in front of me, who's the better heel? My brain's telling me Ric Flair, man. My, ba- my brain's telling me Ric Flair. Um... I think I think you made a incredibly good argument. And now that if I did not that that has made me feel more confident about my And how you know how we normally do these I always say hold on a minute this person should have been in the finals. I have no problem at all with Macho Man and Ric Flair making these finals. Now I I could I I thought Hogan was going to go a little farther but dude I have this is like I think per, a perfect final match. I think it's the perfect final match here. Um, so I, I'm glad that these two made it here, but we'll see who gets the win. Uh, Lee, you are next. Oh yeah. Listen up now. Here's where the macho man might have to eat a little humble pie. Yeah. <laughs> Back the matter is that both Rick Flair and the macho man are really good at abusing women. Yeah. But the macho man is known for Pretty much specifically abusing one woman for his entire career. Yeah, the lovely Miss Elizabeth, who I slap around. Yeah. Yeah. Ric Flair has abused a lot of women. Yeah, and he's tried to steal a lot of guys' women away from him. He even stole Elizabeth from me. Yeah. Gotta give him the nod. He's a dirty, low-down son of a bitch. Yeah, and I hate him. I spit on him. Yeah, but he is the better heel than the macho man, Randy Savage. And that's my final word on that and my little cup of coffee in this tournament. Yeah. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is three to one. Ric Flair gets the win over the macho man and is, as deemed by us, the best heel in the business. Of a a, a sweep, play me. Sorry, Flair. No, hey, hey. (laughs) I think it was, it was very close. Um, yeah, he he only lost, He only got went through all the way to the end. Only got two votes against him, which is pretty freaking good. I think that speaks to how good of a heel he actually was. Yeah. So, um, well, there you go, guys. I I really so, hope I'm you so enjoy. Glad, I'm so glad we didn't end on a coin toss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, I honestly, we if before. it was down to a coin toss, I'd be like, no, fuck it, switch me to Flair. I, I was I close. Would have volunteered that. No, problem. I was close, but. People putting forward the fact that, yes, indeed, Macho Man actually kind of, if you look at the balance of his career, he worked just as well, if not better, as a face and, yeah. and a heel. And I think about his face stuff, and I'm like, 
yeah, he's more redeemable than Flair is. Flair is deep down is more of the fucking heel than Macho Man is because Macho Man he's he's the uh, beast that can be turned by the beauty. Whereas Ric Flair deep down he's always going to treat a woman like shit and he's always going to turn on them at some point. Yeah, so. he literally the name dirtiest player in the game. That's all you need to say. Dirtiest player in the business. That's it, for real. Um, uh, so I mean, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we will hopefully be back at some point. We will hopefully do a non-wrestler best heel in the business. There's a lot of names again, a whole ton of names that we'll have a hard time with. I'm sure filling out a 16 bracket, 16 person bracket. Um, but we'll get to it eventually. Don't don't ask when because you you know you know how often these come out. So uh, either way, I hope I hope you guys do enjoy. Um, we will see you guys on the next one. Follow us at Jobber Radio on Twitter and JobberRadio.com. We have all kinds of other video content and our prediction league there. Check us out, please. Uh, guys, any final words for Ric Flair or our fans out there? Uh, die, Dory, die. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to know if people think we missed anybody, even my additional oh, names. Oh, 100%. Because I know, I like I said, we could have... We're going to get a lot of those. Oh, yeah, we We're going to get, get every crucified episode. by people saying, how dare you not include The Fiend and shit like that. Okay, so yeah. Um, Baron like, Corbin, include... I'll agree with them for Baron Corbin. No, we no we women involved. Yeah, we probably could have listed some there. I don't know, but let us know. What do you think? How wrong were we? How right were we? Yeah. I think maybe yeah. you know maybe Charlotte could have toppled Orton, I think maybe. Uh, maybe. If, if, if anyone brings maybe. up the, if anyone brings up Bray Wyatt or the fiend, <laughs> I'm going to use my mod powers on the discord. I will bang. <laughs> God damn it. See, I, you know, you know, they're going to do it now. <laughs> you know, I, I a hundred percent support you doing that. As Dude, I feel our mod do, power should be used. You do <laughs> that anyway, just because it's <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So we're getting out of here guys. I hope you enjoyed. We'll see you on the next episode of best in the business.